You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Hello, Mariah. Hi, Pamela. Welcome to episode, what are we on now? Oh, shit. Don't ask me numbers. Is it nine? Is it? I don't know. Sure. Let's go with that. Not? (laughs) No. (laughs) I honestly don't know. But I'm happy to be here with you. Yes. we have a really exciting topic today. And and it's just you and I. Brady's gone. He um, got delayed on a flight um, to go visit back home with his wife. And so he's pretty bummed out. But, you know, yeah. it shows you that we can still run without him. We Barely. don't need no man. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me how long it took me to get this set up together today. <laughs> so, but we also have a fun guest. We have Andy with us today. And um, Andy has a really fun, unique uh, perspective on gender and gender identity and a lot of things that so many people have questions on and just don't understand. Or and don't know what's polite to ask. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. I think a lot of people want to know, but they don't want to offend. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as you realize that someone's kind of other or anything that's, like, not what you're used to, you're like, um, you play this weird game of, like, double dutch. Like, can I, yeah. can I jump in with just this? little question yeah but I don't want to like be rude but I don't know well it's even like how I reacted when you were like yeah I'm polyamorous and I was like oh cool like I was a little <laughs> too excited because I was like that's so fun like I have so many I, more questions yeah I get that but all the time I don't and get it's, to say that yeah, yeah and it's it's kind of cool being on the other side of the the coin now yeah getting asked the questions yeah that I don't know the answers to so well Andy say hi to the listeners what up (laughs) (laughs) hello thank you uh thank you for letting me come and record with you oh my goodness thank you for coming and recording with us we we feel honored it's really exciting Um, i'm excited to to hear about all the all the things mm, you're gonna gonna tell us yeah we're gonna talk about a lot of good stuff today okay but before we get into it should we talk about just what we had going on this week yeah yeah oh of course um pamela do you want to jump in or Anything going on? I can Oof. jump in too. It's oh. been it's been an interesting week for me. Yeah. Um yeah, my my daughter was living with my parents uh for a little mm. while there because she um she has some some struggles that we felt like she would be better if she was living out of town for and um and my mom has been really, really pissed at me lately because she found out I'm polyamorous. And my daughter did some things that, you know, made it really difficult for her. Um, and so she just shipped my daughter back to me oh, this wow. week with no warning, which is fantastic to have her home for Christmas. Yeah. Like, I love this girl so much, but it also would have been good to prepare. <laughs> Cause well, and how does I, your daughter feel now? I th- I'm worried that she feels unwanted. Yeah. But that's not the case. That's I mean, exactly on both what sides, it sounds right? Like, though, yeah, like yeah. it would be like, no, no, you take her. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, she's, I don't know, like, yeah. But I mean, the truth is, she's fucking amazing. She's just an amazing human being and has so much potential and so many talents already, and the biggest heart in the whole world. It's just life is hard for her. You know, it's like it's been extra hard for her for the last few years so yeah 
I don't know any any youth of the nowadays. I feel like I can say that because I'm 30 now. But anyway, <laughs> it's oh it's rough. <laughs> um, it's rough. Like and so, I I feel for her because I remember that being that age and just feeling completely unwanted and under not I not even undervalued, but um, just struggling with who I was and where I belonged. Yeah. So hard and so yeah. to have anything like that kind of go uh, going on. Uh, so I'm sorry that's a heavy week and hopefully you know with the with the holiday coming up that it'll perk up and yeah I'm glad I mean, she's home for Christmas for you yeah, me too it really will be awesome having all of us together under one roof for Christmas that hasn't happened in a couple of years so nice yeah. um this week I went to a really cool underground performance um um so Utah's really cool if you don't, you have to look for these cool hidden, hidden gems, though, or, like, be invited or know people that know people, and that's kind of <laughs> where I fell. But it was um, this really cool performance with a, um, what do you call them? Like, it's, like... They're aerial artists. Thank you. Yeah. I was, like, they do, like, the silks and, like, yeah. like all the really cool things. So it's kind of like a Cirque du Soleil show, but in Utah. And so it was, it was just really, really cool. But in Utah. But in, but in Utah. But in Utah and, and in the nude. And in the nude. Well, yeah. majority. I mean, like, with the bottoms on. Cause yeah. They did. Yeah, because you don't want to get your juices all over the. No. No. And then oh, Brady gosh. will tell you, you bring a rag with you wherever you go. Bring a towel to sit on. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was really, really fun. And it was just a really cool experience. And I loved that I got to go and got to see, like, that side of Utah. And I'm like, we're here. <laughs> and our gathering forces. Like it's really, it's really fun. But um, wonderful, wonderful um, performers. A great show. Just lots of talent. Lots of hard work that you could tell. And it was just, it was a really cool atmosphere. I nice. enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Andy? Any cool? What you things? got going on? What do I have going on? Um, I was playing Tomb Raider Anniversary. That's oh. a video game. Oh, yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> I know too many. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I should know because my sister-in-law records video games and stuff. She's a she's a voiceover artist. Oh, that's and she's, very cool. She's kind yeah. of a big deal. So she <laughs> she does that. some cool video games, but yeah. Dang, yeah, that's that's very cool yeah. actually. Yeah, I bought a whole bunch of games. They were on sale and was playing through Tomb Raider and <laughs> yeah. So when I think of the previous episodes of this podcast, it brings me to which level I was playing on at the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've, uh, you know, combined Tomb Raider in this podcast. So yeah, I love it. That's, <laughs> awesome. That's a good thing. <laughs> nice. Be linked forever. Well, please introduce yourself. <laughs> All right. Um, who is Andy? Who is Andy? And I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's super creepy. Echo. Um, how should I describe myself? Um, how about this? So I am a, a queer trans person who loves Dungeons and Dragons. I'm a Sasquatch enthusiast. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a community educator here in Utah. Mm -hmm. um, I do a lot of work throughout the state, um, especially related to LGBTQIA folks um, and how to, you know, better serve and better interact with and, you know, give that information. And <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thank you. Yeah. We need more people like you. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the person that you can, you know, ask whatever question to and we'll get your, you know, 
question answered and also maybe give you a little bit of a little education there today. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I really was, you know, you stood out to m- me as a guest that I really wanted to get on here because <laughs> of the way you approach that education and mm. the way you approach people um, with, you know, those differences and how to, you know, some folks who don't realize when they are saying something could be rude or or derogatory or just um, adding more to the heartache that, you know, other goes through, I guess, you know, you could say. Um, you know, I mislabeled your gender when I first met you and it was kind of, you know, someone whispered off to the side and they were like, they go by they and them. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. You know, and like, it was like, I didn't skip a beat. Like it was real. I only because I've had this training at Weber State as mm. an employee. Mm. So I felt like I was like, oh, okay, cool. I know about that. But if I hadn't known, I would have been like, now what now? Yeah. There's two yeah. people. Do they have multiple personality? You know, like <laughs> it, it could be like totally com- confusing. And so um, just just that and how you were like, yeah, so what else? You know, like it just didn't, you just didn't skip a beat. And I really, really appreciated that because yeah, I was you. like, it could have made it really embarrassing. Yeah. It could have made my experience um, negative. So then I'm struggling to be respectful of somebody else's identity that they want to go by kind of thing. And so I just felt like that was an awesome experience and it could have been a lot worse, you know, it could have been really awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So Andy, I'd like to hear about your history of growing up trans and queer and figuring out how to like maneuver in this very conservative land that we're in. That is an excellent question. Um, okay, so origin story. Origin yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me roll some dice to figure out what I'm going to say. Here. Um, yeah. Okay, so this, you know, it's a very vulnerable talk of topic, right? Yeah. Um, all the stuff that you know y'all have talked about on the po- podcast has been ven- very vulnerable, right? Um, I have a I have a request for you. Yeah. Are you ready for it? You ready for it? Okay. Um, so. Oftentimes when we talk about gender, when we talk about gender identity, when we talk about sexual orientation, uh-huh. um, you know, we may not know certain information or we may have different experiences than other folks. Um, and oftentimes when we talk about these things, um, feelings of like defensiveness comes up, right? And also the folks at home, I want you to um, participate too. Or I'd love for you to participate. Consent matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... When you feel defensive, when you feel like you have to, you know, explain why you feel a certain way or something, stop for a second, kind of sit in those feelings, and then tell me or, or report um, what you're feeling, right? So instead of saying, oh, well, I've known this or da-da-da-da, say, I'm feeling embarrassed, mm-hmm. I'm feeling nervous I'm feeling right and so Mm -hmm. let's get to those feelings right because those feelings can be big barriers in talking about gender and talking about sexual orientation and talking about gender identity right yeah so yeah that's that's an ask okay okay yes 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 of course do that too but um yeah I grew up in good old Utah um (laughs) (laughs) I was born and raised in Davis County um I guess raised as a Davis County Mormon right so you know, there's different types of Mormons throughout the state of Utah. We have, like, Davis County. We have, like, the Logan area, um, <laughs> Provo, you know, Salt Lake. Like, I'm glad you're making those differences. Yeah, there is a bit. Yeah, there, there I'm definitely is. Salt Lake Mormon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why when I came to Utah, when I 
moved here, I would tell everybody I'm a California Mormon. Yeah. Like it was very important for me to <laughs> tell people to I was differentiate. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't, mm, not one of those Mormons. Yeah. But I'm sorry, continue. No. And that's, <laughs> like, think of even, like, with you knowing what it was like to, what, you know, the, I guess the stereotype or the the way people viewed um, Utah Mormons. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have, like, you know, looked down upon it or people, you know, you're like, oh, but I'm not that. I'm. Yeah. I'm a little bit more, you know, this, that, or the other, right? Um, so Davis County Mormon. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was, you know, born in the 80s, so, you know, I'm a millennial, right? You are, too. I you are am. Too. Mariah, you are, too. I made 89, um, guys. Yeah. I made it. <laughs> just barely, just barely. I know, right? Um, yeah, so we, you know, we went to church um, every week. I was a really chill kid. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, you know, if mom said to do something, you know, I would do it. Um, you know, we went to church every week, so I'd wear dresses, um, you know, the whole Easter dresses, you know. All, all the big, the fluffy, yeah, with very the Peter Pan collars. and uh, Very yeah. big yeah. deal on those, yes. Should have brought pictures. Next time yeah. I'll bring pictures. <laughs> Ooh, maybe some for our um, Twitter. Yeah. Ooh, Twitter that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Drop a Twitter picture. Yeah. <laughs> then and now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just kind of went with the flow. I kind of just did my own thing. Like I knew from a young age that I was different. Um, I when we would we would play um, outside a lot, you know, with the neighbor kids and stuff like that, and I would always be like one of the guys right I would be one of the the dudes or we used to play this game called cool kids at the school <laughs> <laughs> okay this was like early 90s okay yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought we were really cool yeah. um and yeah so then we would you know draw stuff on the sidewalk and with chalk and stuff and we always would come up with like aliases like ooh, what kid are you right my name was always Mike Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with porn. No. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that was yeah, the whole thing. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not porn. I enjoyed corn. So I was like, I'm a, you know, an eight year old. And I was like, okay, so my name, I want it to be Mike. But what should my last name be? Well, I love corn. So, right? <laughs> love that. I love kids' logic. Man. Perfect. Oh, it's so fun. Oh, it's funny because um, I think earlier this year I found like a little ID card that I had made for the games, and it said Mike Corn. I'm like, oh my gosh, right? And I'm like, that's what's up. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting because my friend group just accepted it we were all we all just knew that this was my role and this was what I was comfortable with no one ever asked questions they didn't make fun of me they didn't say anything and were your Um, friends all religious um that's a good question I think some of them were I think some of them went to our same ward Mm -hmm. but I think some of them were um catholic um, and in some were um, just non-practicing folks, but yeah. that's awesome. But yeah. conservative families, yeah, relatively conservative families, yeah, um, yeah. And it's really interesting too because during the time when the Spice Girls were big, right? <laughs> <laughs> I still have all my Spice Girl stuff. Too, so, I love it. Um, yeah, it was interesting because 
like I knew that I was like attracted to sporty spice, right? Mel C, you my girl, right? <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I it was interesting because I I didn't really know what it meant, right? And I I think I think I heard the term like lesbian when I was like like nine or ten, you know? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's is that me? But I didn't really think about it, yeah. right? Um, when I was probably around eight, eight or nine, um, it's really interesting because the upstairs neighbor, right? My mom had two jobs, so she was always at work. Um, so, I mean, we saw her, of course, because we knew that we had a mom, I guess. <laughs> but she was always at work, so, you know. Um, but the upstairs neighbor, so, you know, I was eight, nine, and, you know, that's when kids are starting to wear like training bras and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And I didn't even think about it. I was like, I don't want, like, that's not even a thought that mm -hmm. I had, right? Well, she calls me like upstairs, you know, we sit on the couch and it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. Um, it just to think about it that she, you know, we sat down on the couch and she turned to me and she says, look down. What do you see? And I'm a, like a nine or 10 year old, right? I'm like, <laughs> the floor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something dumb, Something right? smart ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she says, no, those are breasts. And I immediately clammed up. I was like, mm. oh, yeah. Yep. Nope. And, sh and she's like, you need to you need to start wearing a bra. And I was super uncomfortable. I don't even think I said anything back. Um, I just had my, my head held down. And after the conversation was over, you know, I just went out and played, right? What made her think she had the oh. right? I, that's a really good question. I have no idea. And... It's really interesting because I wonder if, I mean, I, I think she was LDS as well. And I do want to be clear about that is when I use the term Mormon, I identify as Mormon because I grew up in the time when Mormon was used. Yeah. And that um, is the language that, um, you know, matches the most with my experience, right? So, because um, right now they would like to go by a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And, yeah, and the which church is has valid, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, no, so, mm -hmm. so you know, just for any listeners who are confused of why why Mormon, why we're even talking about it, but, um, no, it's we're not using it as any type of, like, derogatory term. Like, that is just, like, yeah, where you're at. Yeah, and, um, I mean, the church spent a lot of money to humanize the term Mormon because the term Mormon had been used as a, you know, a slur, as a derogatory mm -hmm. term towards folks who are uh, members of the LDS church, right? And, yeah, Mormon is just it what fits with me. I, I most identify with that. Um, yeah, so there we go. Now I'm like... Yeah, back to, back, okay. yeah. <laughs> back to going out Talking and playing after, you know, this lady was very... Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because growing up, um, especially in that kind of culture and, you know, being taught that your what you do, what you say, um, can, you know, affect other people and that, um, you know, boys, um, if you're not dressed a certain way, if you're not doing something a certain way, then they might act in a certain way or, you know, right. something. Right, like and you it will be are personally fault. responsible for their yeah. choices. Mm -hmm. And... It's interesting because I never, I always saw myself as very male, as very masculine, you know, as um, almost like a little boy, right? I remember, um, I remember having dreams as a child and I would have, uh, you know, dreams that, um, 
but you know as a little boy and stuff like that and before bed I would whenever I would pray like this is like what I would do if I was praying um, you know I would pray um, I wouldn't kneel I would just be laying in bed the lights were off and then you know I would pull the covers up to my you know neck and then I would close my eyes and I would say when I wake up I want to have a penis Mm-hmm. And it's so weird, right? As a young child, like, what, is, what does that mean, right? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. And so... How old were you when you started doing that? Do you remember? I remember it. Um, the memories I have of doing this is when we were in the... One of the... In the apartment in Davis County. So I would say um, maybe six six to nine wow yeah that's so young yeah and and remembering vividly yes saying that and having that that wish it's yeah it's wild Mm -hmm. yeah um so what what was your family life like was your mom a single mom is that why she was working two jobs or did you okay and then did you have siblings as well yeah so my mom single mom she worked um two jobs i have a younger sister um it's yeah it's really really interesting I do kind of remember like the interactions with my family we weren't very touchy-feely we didn't say things like I love you Mm -hmm. or things like that it was very much like well I showed you that I care through providing I feed you and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. my (laughs) mom and my family is very very similar it's very difficult for us to um very difficult in my marriage I was Mm. like wait what you still need to be cuddled I made you yeah. dinner. I <laughs> folded your fucking laundry. Yeah. Like, doesn't that mean I love you? Why would you do that for someone else if you didn't love them? But it was very, very oh. confusing, and it was really hard. And, you know, we're, we've come together, and we've really been able to, like, say, hey, I really do need that more. And I'm mm. like, okay, you know, I appreciate you saying that because that. that was not natural. Mm. Still isn't. I still have to be like, okay, <laughs> come snuggle, you know. But it's definitely not, definitely not my go-to to show affection, yeah. That's yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that, yeah. I can connect. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really, really interesting. Um, I remember when I was older. I think I was in my early twenties, and I was, um, I had a, you know a partner. And one day when we went to visit Grandpa, she said, "You need to tell your Grandpa that you love him, and you need to hug him." And I'm like, "Oh hell no! <laughs> like, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to get me to do here?" Right. <laughs> And the next time I saw him, while throwing a little bit of a fit, let's be real, <laughs> I went over and I hugged him and I said, I love you, Grandpa. And he was like, oh, uh, okay, <laughs> or, you know? And it's just something that we just didn't do in my family. Like, we didn't hug. It was just like, hey, you know? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> How are you? you know? like, whatever. But yeah, so very interesting. Good question. Um, so... Yeah, I'm I'm really curious about like how your family viewed you and like how did they label you and identify Ooh, you? That's a good question. So I never Okay, so we're going to have a couple coming out stories here, right? Because first I came mm-hmm. out as a like lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. And then next I came out as trans and I came out as trans probably 3 years ago, maybe three and a half years ago. Um, yeah, I came out, um, the year after my mom died. Um, and that again is a whole, you know, Mm -hmm. whole thing. So we'll get, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Um, so 
it was it was just not talked about um I'm you know pretty sure that the family all knew since I was very young and I remember um my one of my aunts had gotten like temporary custody of us I don't know custody of us um and so I was living with her for a year and um you know, I told her, I said, hey, just to let you know, like, this is it. And she's like, honey, we've known since you were eight, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hello, like, hello, right? Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting because um, I had stayed um, with another aunt for a couple months previous to that. And I wrote her a letter and I was so worried because I had a cousin who, you know, lived there, you know, with her mom. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I have to tell her because if I don't tell her that I'm lying. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I, and I, I wrote this note and I was crying. I was so upset because I was like, well, she could kick me out and then where am I going to go? Because like right now I can't live with my mom. So like, what do I do? And so I wrote this note and I was so nervous and I was just like, you know, upstairs in the room and she came up to me and she sat next to me and she's all again, honey, it's don't worry. I love you. It's not an issue. I don't, it's not a problem. Like, of course you can live here. Right. And she hugged me and I was like, oh, Shout out to your aunt. Yes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. And yeah, so that's cool that they, you know, were um, pretty cool. I I never came out to my mom or my sister or anything like that. Um, I just started going to like the bookstore and buying like The Advocate and like, you know, like (laughs) whatever. Like there was was another magazine, but I can't remember. And my mom would drive me and I would buy him. And I noticed that she wouldn't stand next to me, um, you know, because she was respectfully line. giving you your space no oh. no I wish um, <laughs> it was yeah there was you know faces that she would make um, she you know was sometimes she would say things and stuff like that but um, probably just struggling so in her own way not yeah. sure how to approach yeah. it yeah so it's like you know and I, I would say my mom does that same thing too mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. very much I'm not gonna say something but you definitely know what I think by the face I'm gonna give you exactly (laughs) we grew up did you guys grow up in the same household we must (laughs) but and it's and it's um and it's the proximity of where I'm standing is my approval oh yeah yeah if I'm gonna be well said you can even tell her mood by how she steps oh my gosh (laughs) I'm like, ooh, I am my mom. No, but I've noticed I do it to my kids. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, but like I stomp. I'm a stomper. (laughs) And I was like, oh, oops. I'm upset. And I've like noticed. (laughs) And and so it's just so funny. But yes, that's very much my mom. So everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) I think this is probably a thing that y'all could connect with or, you know, the folks listening can uh, connect with as well. Um, We all know. We can all identify the footsteps of whoever <laughs> is coming down the hall or coming oh, up the yeah. stairs or whatever. It's like, oh. And, yep. and what, I, what you need to say or do no. before. You're like, hold on, do I need to smile? Do I need to hide? Like, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Um, yeah, so, you know, I was buying, you know, these magazines. Connecting is like, whoa, there's a world out there. Like, I'm not, you know just the only person in the world which is probably pretty common with you know uh queer you know um uh, trans folks that um especially when they haven't had interaction with other you know um you know folks that they don't know if anyone else is out there right um and i don't i don't remember 
anyone who was out or that I knew that was, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, tra- anyone, right? That you could, like, you know, yeah, ask, yeah, that you, you could, could relate to. to. Anything, yeah. anything, yeah. Like, yeah. Even on TV, like, this was, so when I was kind of. Will and Grace. I feel I like that's the only. Watch Will and Grace. The <laughs> only show that was out. Oh. Or after my time. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, that was the only one I kind of was like, oh. But <laughs> Ellen was my time. Oh, yeah. 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 But then look what happened when she came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And even, like, we used to watch Ellen, right, uh, with our, like, rabbit ears. And, you know, <laughs> it's like a little fuzzy. But um, we would watch it. And after Ellen came out, we were not allowed to watch Ellen anymore. <gasps> my mom said the yeah. same thing. Oh She's like, God. we don't watch that. She's gay. And I was like, so we don't like gay yeah that is exactly how <laughs> yeah. i interpret it yeah. like i was like exactly what's wrong with mm-hmm. it i guess we don't like it mm. you know i was so an impressionable uh, anything my mom would say was very much mm. and it was like up until like i think like mid-teens that i was like what the fuck ellen's great <laughs> she's an amazing person why weren't we watching this yeah yeah but it really was kind of like the yeah we don't watch that mm-hmm. and it's the whole we don't do this that I got called out for I wrote for that down over. from, <laughs> some, like, the first episode that y'all had about masturbation. Uh-huh. You know, the, oh, we don't do that, or we don't need to do that, right? Yeah. Is that's, that's very, you know, shaming. Oh. Um, you're not outright saying, don't do that, stop doing that, but you're putting that, that shameful spin on it to where... We're talking, we're putting everybody in the room and in the household or society <sighs> against you. Yes. So now, if you yes. still decide to do that, uh, we're all... We've all decided yeah. as a collective mm. <laughs> people, we don't do that. But if you do, then, then you're, you're a the bad wrong person. Yeah. You're not the just, one that's going against yeah, the Yeah, not grade. just you're doing something bad, but you are But look bad. at how yeah. many people yeah. are not doing that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. no. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Because it's like, one of those things that I'm like, oh, I do as a mom. <laughs> oh, dang. Um, but it's more like we don't hit people. You know, yeah. like I, I've noticed that like my how I word it is still kind of like, you know, because yeah. I, I, I say Use that shame for good. I try. <laughs> Shame for good. Public embarrassment. Oh my god. Oh. Bronson didn't yeah. make his bed again. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, this is my night. I love it. I this just derail everybody every time. <laughs> this is why we have Pamela. She just kind of she's a roadmap. She keeps us back on. Brady's got some story that he'll pop yeah. in somewhere. So shout out. <laughs> Brady, we miss you. We love you, Brady. You're missing out right now, Brady. <laughs> All the questions you could be asking me right that's now. That's right. Um, no, that's that's funny. It's like I kind of want this to be a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, and we're gonna listen to you all night. I know it's kind of weird to just like sit here and talk about myself, but um, and even that, even it, me feeling weird talking about myself, like think about how shame has been brought into mm-hmm. it. Is that hey, we don't talk about this stuff. Um, we don't need to put this into open air. And also that's not okay, right? And so yeah. it's like, ah, that's interesting. It's open. Yeah, it's like it's on air. Heck. Heck. Oh no, I'm swearing too much. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um heck is like my favorite word right now. I just I love <laughs> I love saying heck. <laughs> um okay, where were we? Your so mom. Yeah, we were we talking about your your mom and mm. your sister and just kind of your experience overall mm. growing up. So my mom eventually, you know, came around. Um, we just didn't have conversations about it. It was just like, okay, you know, this is you, like you do you, right? Um, yeah, I I mean, I, I, I didn't really know how to connect with other queer people other than like 
like the Pride Center, so I would take the bus down to the Pride Center, and for uh, a, a long time I would lie about it. Like one time I remember, I was like, hey mom, I'm gonna go to the mall to buy hats. <laughs> 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 like, girl, why are you taking like six hours to go buy hats, right? <laughs> so I went to the Pride Center, right? Yeah. Hats, That's like awesome. I never came home with hats, right? Pride Center in Salt Lake that you're yeah. talking about? in Salt Lake, okay. yep. like, I so looked all day. So and you're yeah. taking a bus from anything. Davis County to Salt Lake County. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. That's what? That's an hour? Uh, yeah, depending on which route. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I mean, we loved the bus. We would get on the bus, whatever we'd have to do, you know, uh, me and my best friend at the time. And, yeah, we would just all go and do our thing, right? That's so cool. Yeah. And so, you know, you kind of would connect with people and, um, you know, find out other people's lives. Like, oh, there's, you know, other people, you know, out here. But I didn't... Um, go for very long. I think I only went for a couple months, and then um, I think then high school. I've never been to the Pride Center. Please describe what it is like. Okay, well, back in the day, um, this was when it was in the, like, Marmalade. So it had, like, a a bookstore or a library. Marmalade's um, a neighborhood in Salt Lake, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I was, like, just clarifying for listeners. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's a big library there now, so. Um, So Marmalade um, it was in the Marmalade area, so a neighborhood in um, Salt Lake, and they had like a cafe, um, like a library. You know, they would meet a couple times. I think they would meet in like a building next to it, which had like a stage and stuff, and we just kind of hung out and um, and stuff like that. But so it was just a safe place, yeah, for people who identified differently and just needed to needed. <laughs> A support, right? Yeah. Gosh, just yeah. to get away. Yeah, well, I don't want to say to get away, but to find that support and to find, you know, but something where it's like to you get can away. Be, that's yeah, valid. you be yourself. Yeah. You know, the mask can come off. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, they didn't really have a lot of programming back then. Now I think they have a, a significant, you know, more uh, yeah. offerings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that groups, stuff. Groups, support yep. groups, things yep. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would just go there, kind of connect with folks, and then, you know, um, go home. But yeah, it's really kind of a, an interesting time because I stopped going um, for a while. And I think because I moved in with um, one of my aunts and lived there, you know, for a year when they had um, custody for me. But it's really interesting because I I avoided a lot of bullying in high school. And I think the biggest reason for that um, is because I my uncle was a cop and he was also the school cop for my high school oh, nice. so he drove me to school every every day so when I would get out of that cop car you know kids would be like oh heck that person right yeah um, but no one would mess with me because they knew that yeah. my uncle was literally standing in the halls and that if anything happened right so that offered me a lot of protection um, I got made fun of for being you know overweight um, but not um, for being gay and I think a big part of that is because everyone thought I was a boy anyway so did they everyone thought I was male yeah very few people ever uh so have you always gone by Andy is that your birth name sorry it is is not that's a good question that's a good question yeah um I have not so that is a name that I started going by probably um three and a half years ago yeah so when I came out publicly oh okay um so did you purposely choose something that was a little bit gender ambiguous? Ooh, you know what's actually <coughs> quite funny? I 
<laughs> I did not want to go by Andy. I was like, no, I want to go by Andrew, right? So, because it's 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 Andy with an I, correct? Andy with an I, yep. yeah. Because that I would say is, yeah. is like almost a little bit feminine. That's not that's cutesy little I, or you know, whatever you want. Yeah, There's that's no usually e there, the so it's not feminine. Just kidding. <laughs> um, feminine. Oh, great. yeah. No, no. When you do start adding the eyes and the e, oh my gosh, yeah. let's not talk about Utah names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but oh but yeah, no. So that's why I was like, oh, it really could be like. Whatever, you know, uh, a male could have that spelling mm-hmm. name, a female could have that spelling name, and no one would really ever question it. If it has a exactly. Y, it's kind of like, oh, that's more of like the shortened mm-hmm. version of Andrew. Like, you yeah. kind of like, sorry, so I'm just going to put in my own what I would relate to. I love that, and I never I never really thought about that. Um, I specifically didn't want to go by Andy, and, you know, me and my therapist kind of had this back and forth, and he was like, you know, maybe... Maybe try going by a different name just to see how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like I'm not ready to kind of like, okay, this is me. I want to use these pronouns. This is this. Um, so he's like, you know, maybe just try it out with a couple of friends. And I did. And we tried out different pronouns. And mm-hmm. I only did it with um, a couple friends when we were interacting. And it was like, this isn't scary. Like, awesome. like the world isn't going to end. People aren't going to be mean. You know, it's like, yeah. Ugh. And so, yeah, we went by... Um, Andy and it's or I went by Andy like just me <laughs> just me um, <laughs> it's like who else is involved here like, um, and it's actually well but yeah. when you're going by they, they them, them yeah, ooh, yeah. it does sense. confuse a lot of people they were like hold let's on let's break that down let's break that down yeah. right <laughs> so um, that's valid a lot of education folks. moment yeah. I'm sorry. welcome <laughs> to education corner <laughs> um Okay, so, you know, think about how we were raised. Think about how we were socialized. Think about the things that we learned, the things that we didn't learn. Think about how our behavior was corrected, um, the punishments and the rewards that we received, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, grew up with male and female, this very binary, by bi meaning two, right? Yeah. This, um, you know, male or female um, kind of system, right? And we have literally only known he, she, right? Now, mm-hmm. other cultures in the world, third genders have been recognized since, you know, the dawn of time, right? Um, okay. Like, colonized America. We're just far behind on a lot of things, okay? But I'm still <laughs> using, you know. Okay, I was like, gosh. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Never> um, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Political <laughs> podcast. <Yeah>. Brady's. <laughs> Bra- that's Brady's corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, and then we'll talk about that political part, too. We'll talk yeah. a little bit about that. <laughs> So, I mean, think about how we were raised. Think about the things that we know, right? And then when folks um, start to self-identify and more language, more information comes out and we are, you know, given this this third option that we've never used before and we've known to be defined a different way, of course we're going to be like, oh, heck, what is happening here, right? Because it goes against everything that we've learned, right? It's like, okay. This is not how it's defined, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the nice thing about words, the nice thing about the English language, is that the words constantly evolve. Ever right? evolving. So true. Yeah. Have you heard a twelve-year-old talk recently? Oh right? my gosh! <laughs> What's the every fucking my day? My kids are like, yeah, and I'm gonna it eat it out the, the window, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about like, and I remember calling it like, you huck something out the window. Like I'm like, yeah. Huck. 
Huck. Huck it. That's you. Huck it. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know that. and and my kids that call it be yeet a Utah now, thing. and I was like, oh god. Wait, yeet out the window? Yeet. Yeah, they're like, oh. yeet, like like you throw it, and I was like, oh, I've never, I've never oh. heard that. Right? Maybe I should leave my house more. Maybe that's, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> Come and hang out. My kids will enlighten us all. Oh like, my gosh. I'm like, can but. I just take notes? Just keep on talking. Let me just take notes. <laughs> we need a. Uh, translator sometimes. Oh, like, my, oh gosh. my gosh. I don't know. But anyway, Google Translate. Yeah. How do you translate to the Gen Z? A 10 year old. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've known the definition of they, them. It's a, a plural pronoun, right? Mm-hmm. We know that when you say, oh, they went to the store, that it's like more than one person went, right? That's what the definition has been forever. Um, but we are literally in a time where that language is evolving, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be uncomfortable because it's changing, right? And so the thing that we knew mm-hmm. is changing. It's evolving into something something different, and we're right in the middle of it, right? So at the you know at the end of this evolution, when you know everyone's on board and we're like, oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. I know it's been a couple years since it's been you know official. Like it's officially. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, it's official. I got in trouble with that transition because... In school? Yes. Yeah. Um, writing a paper, and I was like, I think I was just like writing some like cutely, cutesy like little story that you're making up, and you're like, oh yeah, and then they're a friend. Um, but I never gendered the friend that was in the story, mm. and I was like, yeah, and then they would did this, and I got... I Because I was a straight-A fucking student, and so <laughs> if there is a red mark you're on like, my oh, paper, no. I fucking remember it. <sighs> And I got marked down for that. But it was right when I moved from California to Utah. Uh, And I'm like, I think they've picked it up earlier. So as you're talking about that evolution of like they and them, I'm like, I used that though. And I got so frustrated with that teacher. And I was Mm. like, no, that's what, that isn't proper. You know, just old, old lady. Um, Isn't proper English. And just, yeah, just. Anyway. Okay. So So that was was me. That was me (laughs) freaking out about it. And I was like, ah. Uh, So I'm curious about why people choose to use they, them, Mm. rather than, rather than choosing to use the opposite pronoun, right? I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting that either one is, you know, more valid than the Mm. other one, but what is it personally Mm. that bring, like, what is the process of that choice to decide on one or the other? Okay. Because, yeah, you said try out some, you and your therapist said try out some pronouns, some names. Mm. So, yeah, that's kind of how you got to that for yourself. Um, So, remember, I can only speak from my um, experience, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, um, other, you know, trans folks, other queer, other non-binary folks um, may, you know, connect with and may also experience. Um, So... It's really, I guess it's, it's been a couple different things. Um, when I first came out publicly as a, as a trans person, I had told multiple people already. Um, I was really worried about telling my sister. So my mom had already passed, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'll tell you about the conversation we had um, a couple months before she passed. But um, I was really nervous for my, my sister to know I didn't know how she was going to respond. I didn't know how she is going to react. Um, and I was just so worried. Like, I think I first came out to my cousin and when we were uh, camping, and she's like, 
I love it. And she immediately started using a different name and different pronouns. She's just been awesome. She's oh, been so, so great. She's yeah, like the I most wonderful, like she's great. Yeah. Totally great. Right. Um, and you know, I told her my fears and you know, she said, yeah, I, I can see, I can see. And I think that's real. That's a real fear. Validated. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, and I, and it, my sister was really upset about this. Um, I was like, I have to do this because I can't be called, you know, my birth name anymore. Like, I need, this has to happen. Um, um, you know, it would reach the point where it was, it was kind of a crisis, right? Which unfortunately is common mm-hmm. that it gets to the point where it is in a crisis, um, you know, the crisis arena where it's like it has to change now or, you know, something has to change. Yeah. Um, I'm very unhappy. I'm very I'm struggling just with daily, daily things. Yes. Yeah. Daily. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, and so I texted her and I told her and she was upset, which, you know, is valid because I didn't do it in a personal way. And um, also, you know, for me, being in a room with her and seeing her face to face, I couldn't. I couldn't face the, that, that possible rejection Mm -hmm. and over text, I could face that rejection because I could just put my phone away. I could do something else and I wouldn't have to see the, the disappointment. Right. Um, so she was upset and you know, she's like, well, of course I love you. Of course this is okay. Right. But she was more upset about how I told her, which was good. You know, right. Your story, your choice though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then 10 seconds later I posted on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, you, you, oh yeah, she was, yeah. Hey, and again, that oh, was, man. you know, just how like Pamela's mom reacted to her coming yeah. out. It's like, it's, it's not about you and it's, you don't get to put that expectation on how someone does this yeah. ever. Um, just because it didn't go the way that you imagined it. Um, 100%. it's their story. Yeah. They get to choose Thank that. You. Yeah. So I'm just validating that. I love it. I love it. I love validation corner. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Um, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So. I came out, I think I wrote, you know, I kind of wrote about myself in a, th- in kind of third person and, you know, this is, I, you know, I'm Andy, Andy's like a, a good guy, all this, you know, um, stuff and he does this and this and, um, you know, people were super cool about it. Um, you know, they wrote nice things, people texted and they're like, oh, great. Um, so like that was okay. Um, but the more like I kind of explored this and this, the the standards of the the binary gender system, the the standard of being masculine of being male was a little bit overwhelming for me, mm. um, and you know understanding that you don't have to be feminine or masculine that you can be a mix of or you can be neither. Right? Yes. You can literally be neither. You can yes, 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 live yes, your yes, best yes. life. Right? I love like, this. Thank you. That's all <laughs> we needed to hear. And literally, yeah. It's your identity. It's your feelings. It's your being. So it's you get to, to decide how that works. And I and you know I I feel like this is the very core of the theme that we've really been playing on the last several episodes is um is there's a lot of avoidance of of um definitions mm. because people feel cornered once they're there yeah you know and it's labels. like yeah labels thank yeah. you i couldn't think of that word yeah so when you're labeled it's like oh now the expectation is oh so you're a guy now exactly. oh, you need to you need to walk this way you need to yeah. talk this yeah. way and you're like oh, I, no this is still part of me is mm. still some of those things yeah and i think 
I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, you're fine. I exactly. think it's important to to point out that gender identity and sexual identity don't always go hand in hand. Do you want to do, want to go yes. to definition corner here? Let's, Let's go. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We're okay. on a ride together. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. No. Um, <laughs> okay. So when I say gender, what does gender mean to you? What does gender mean to Mariah? What does gender mean to Pamela? It's definitely I would say very. Um, the binary it's masculine feminine I think is really um, where I go automatically what, you know what, what feelings are associated with gender like emotions or feeling like what do you mean oh yeah you tell me I'm gonna leave it very vague <laughs> so that's my follow-up question to you after okay um, so like if I'm thinking of like you know masculine and the feeling it's you know it's strong shut down um sometimes aggression um is that what you're going for so well and, and i'm asking you i and love I'm, it oh right? my gosh i'm and sorry so, don't be sorry no no Just, i'm sorry because like, i'm telling you because i'm trying to like <laughs> i'm not <laughs> like we're all i need to question myself here. yeah no exactly i'm not uh, i'm not worried that i'm being wrong but i'm like because there's no wrong answer yeah exactly because of how you feel right and <laughs> Okay, let's go to you. So what is what is gender? But I'm what does gender for you mean to validate okay. it? That's the mistake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. This is gonna sound pompous, I think. But I'm pretty sure it's the truth. I feel like gender is a social construct. Like, I don't know that I always felt that way, but um since I took a women's studies class in college. <laughs> Um, and learned more about gender, I gender identity. Um, and since I have really picked apart myself and every, you know, questioned every part of, of myself, why am I this way? Why do I hold this belief? Um, I just don't, I don't see it as binary anymore. Oh, and I should also point out that I was an anthropology major love it right so love like it. so like i did learn about those cultures yeah. that had um different gender identities and yeah so it just it opened my mind it, it broadened my gender horizons if you yeah. will yeah like for for me it's like oh i know i'm female mm. but i have a lot of masculine sides to me and i was so proud of that growing up i was such a tomboy and i went through you know this very very um having dreams as a male mm. being that mm. male in a dream mm. i was definitely you know i don't want to say like confusing but it was just like oh that's cool tried that on mm. you know um but yeah i i would definitely say i still enjoy those masculine parts of me i'm never ever trying to hide those for myself but um i've been able to but again i still plop them in those categories oh that's a masculine thing oh that's a feminine thing very very interesting so <laughs> My follow-up question. Okay. Um, Sorry for Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> so when you think of gender, what feelings, what emotions um, do you experience? When I think of my gender? I'm opening or it up for any you. Okay. <laughs> See, and I love it too how it's like we want it to be so defined. And it's like. And we're our, asking you. A, and we're like, wait, well, hold on. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. This is a blank slate. And right. I, I want to, yeah, I want to know what it, what gender feels like, what, what feelings come up. God, I don't even know like I don't even know where to start with that because 
definitely I identify as feminine, right? Like there are certain things that I identify as girly and feminine and they are part of me and I like it that way. And then there are other things that that just feel very foreign to me, you know? Um, but security? What, what do you mean security? Like, I, like I said, I have things in a box, you know, in a, in a category. So then it's like, oh, I can just borrow from that category. Mm. Uh-huh. So but you're saying it creates for the, security for, the, for, the, for the you. the scales, you know, of like that binary, like the scales, I'm still like tipped more on the female. Uh-huh. And so I think that's where it's kind of like, oh, I know who I am. I know where I lie on this little But again, like spectrum. I just don't know but that, but how that, much if of we're that was about training. A feeling, if we're talking about a feeling, that's what I would say gender gives me. Is it's that a type sense of, of feel. Security? Is I, that what well, you said? Uh, I don't know if I want to even say security. I would just say at least um, comfort. Okay. So I think what you're saying is that it gives you a piece of your identity, which makes you feel more secure. It makes you feel Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. know yourself better. Yeah, I would also agree with that, too. Ooh, this is so hard to put into words. It really is. is. It's so hard. Yes, ask all the hard questions. Thanks for putting this on the spot. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, and, and I mean, there are some parts of my sexuality. I think really sexuality is where I I maybe draw the line more than in other parts of my life which is really interesting because like I just said sexuality and gender are not the same but but when I think about um, you know like being aggressive in bed I think I identify that as a masculine trait mm-hmm. yeah but again, like I just I I just feel like all of these behaviors and beliefs are learned, like from from oh yeah, birth. It's the, They're it's learned. The punishment and rewards. You've already said that. Yeah, for sure. And I <laughs> I remember getting punished and and rewarded for sure. You know, being quiet, girls and submissive. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you get the gold we'll star in class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we'll yeah and speech patterns. Don't worry. Yeah, and this <laughs> is what you're going to wear, and this yeah. is what you're going to play with, and yeah, these are the friends that you can have because of your gender. Yeah, so that's why I really like when you're showing Andy when you're sharing your story of growing up. You know, of rewards and punishments. You Think know, about the yeah. the meeting with the neighbor upstairs. Yeah. Was that a reward or was that a punishment? Oh, right. That was yeah. a punishment for yeah. you not acting like yeah. a girl. That was a punishment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have those kinks. This is how you should be. Yeah. Acting. And you're like, shoes, like floor, what? Like, yeah. Looking down, Pants. what? <laughs> yeah. Sweet yeah. Jinkos? No, it was it was before Jinkos. <laughs> Just barely, though. Um, but yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, continue. And so... I l- so thank you both for answering that. And did you kind of notice that first we kind of stuck to these, well, you know, what the this binary system feels like so they can express these emotions. And do you see how even how hard it was, and I think both of you said that, to connect with how gender made me feel. How uh-huh. being socialized a certain way, being treated a certain way, and being, you know, told to express a certain way. Like, when I... When I talk, okay, so the feelings that I feel when thinking about gender or even in many cases experiencing gender is restriction, is Mm. lack of control, is um, 
dominance. Um, yeah, and these really interesting things, right? And think about why that could be, like how I was socialized, right? These punishments and rewards and stuff like that, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, very, very interesting. And okay, so now why don't we talk about um, gender? So gender, you know, the the book definition is this it's the social construct of, mm -hmm. of sex right so it's basically these these social definitions that we give to um, sex right so when I say what is sex right how do you define that what does it mean to you so we're not talking about the act of sex yeah that's why I was like you right? just asked we the wrong type of question <laughs> with the salty sex cast yeah are we talking about biology here when uh, the way you because worded it, I would go to biology, and that would be yeah. very, very. But even that is really ambiguous because there well, are people who are both. But we're looking at majority, and like you know, like statistically, of like most people okay, fall into look, one of two categories. Yes, yes, like your yeah, like that gender, that um, genitalia that we can see. Sure, we're gonna place you here. Sure. However, I know that's incorrect <laughs> yeah. because I have been enlightened by Andy before. Um, but no, it's it's I would say that one, you know, I felt so like, yeah, that's easy to define, like, especially as a kid when it's, you, you know, like life is already so confusing. Mm. You're like, oh, yeah. I can tell that's a boy. That's a girl. Yeah. And now I can't tell. Oh, and sorry. Here's another personal story that I remember growing up was. Um, I say sorry to Pamela because <laughs> I know she's going to bring me back on track. <laughs> anyway, um, Pamela got her back. <laughs> third grade, there was a, a classmate I had, and I had moved into this grade you know, from California to Utah um, for a stint before we moved back. And anyway, we moved so much. Um, I only was there for two months, and there was a classmate named Jean. And I could not tell if Jean was a boy. I had one of girl. those two in and my I was class like, that it was can't even so tell with the name. And I, I, never I was that kid. Yeah. And I was <laughs> right? never, I was yeah. never um, like, I, I don't want to say ballsy enough, but I knew to an extent it would be hurting feelings if I asked. Mm. And so that's why I just never did. And I, and to this day, I'm like, I remember I and moved, you still don't know I've been to 13 different schools you know like yeah. until I was in high or done with high school I remember that person's name and it really stuck out to me that I could not put that person in one of my categories yeah so there in was like my there was this girl in my class named sassy Um but she looked so much like a boy acted like a boy um, and I just remember so distinctly they would divide us up in gym class and have all the girls sit on one side of the room and all the boys sit on the other. And like reflecting on that now, I'm like, oh my God, they separated us by gender for everything. When there Literally was no everything. purpose, no for it. there was mm. no purpose. But I just remember her getting called out and being like, the boys are supposed to be sitting over there, you know, more than once. People well, thought she was a boy. Yeah. The men's bathroom is over there. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. No, we're not going to get on. Yeah. That. And how uncomfortable that. that whole I situation was for her and for everybody involved. Yeah. And, you know, it's, 
God, it just sucked the way that they treat public schools. We should just have an episode Let's on talk how about fucking stupid public schools are. still do that. Hey, I'll Jails. come on and talk about charter schools. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But... Oh, we're, we're going back and forth of all these stories, and then I forget where we're this at. Is, this is good, because I'm hearing things in your conversation and in the things that you're saying. I can ask more, you know, yeah. more questions. So, And I want to hear more definitions, too, yeah. because we talked about the definition of gender, mm. and sex. we were trying to yeah get to the definition Kinda of sex. Trying to get to the defi- definition of sex. Um, so what is the difference between sex and gender? Okay, so gender is the social construct of, right? So this is the, the social aspects of it. Um, you know, it can entail um, or include, like, gender expression, you know, how we're socialized, stuff like that, right? So sex, um, or rather sex assigned at birth, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a huge difference, right. right? yeah. Because how we are sexed as children, how the doctor determines our sex is by our genitals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if our genitals meet the standard that they have defined as male or that they have defined as female, they being medical, you know, association, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Doctors, scientists, <laughs> et cetera, yeah. Um, you know, if we meet that standard, then we will be sexed as such, right? We will have an M or an F on our um, uh, birth, birth certificate. certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some states, um, you can have a third um, option for folks who are intersex. And it's interesting. Um, and what is that third option? Um, is it I? Intersex. Um, I think it depends on the state. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just kind of curious. No, it's, it's a good question. Just in case if I see it anywhere, I want to be like, I know what that mm. means. <laughs> I feel so smart. Not really. <laughs> yeah. But so intersex, me intersex means? So let's break the word down. Yep. Inter means between. Mm-hmm. So between sex. So okay. someone... Um, whose, you know, primary, secondary sex characteristics don't, you know, quote-unquote match um, those that are defined, you know, by our, our culture and our, our society, our society yeah. and our system, right? So it's very binary, right? Um, and it's interesting, too, um, I think you, you said, um, like, well, you know, the majority of people fit into one or the other, mm-hmm. um, but we actually don't know that, right? Yeah, because, because a lot of people are surgically changed that's part of it yeah. is that oh i'm talking about like a babies yeah but oh, no okay. babies it happened oh. so um there's several states that have passed laws that have stopped it this quote-unquote repair surgery right is that when a baby oh. is born and they don't fit you know the standards for male the standards for you know female that they get this this fixing surgery quote-unquote and um many times you know parents weren't even told that it was happening they're like oh we need to do the surgery oh my god or yeah yeah there's been many lawsuits so it's a whole thing and that's a big reason too why states have passed like you you can't just do this it has to you know Mm. um and even doctors you know coming in and saying hey there's a problem with your baby and when you hear (gasps) that yeah shit gets real right right? you're like fix it yeah like it's uh, my baby um and so they're like, you know, this happened, and, you know, we need to fix it, and da-da-da, and, you know, the, it's, how do I say this? So, you know, it's easier to, quote-unquote, easier to go to, you know, female, right, than go to male to build up that that um, right. tissue, right? So that, um, unfortunately, has been, you know, so the standard. Yeah. Like is they that they... So if they have to choose, then they usually choose female quote unquote so you don't choose. have these There's doctors really no. that are like yeah. all right let's flip a coin today yeah. well maybe we don't know right but um, but, but that's kind of how they were playing with someone yeah and so it's really um interesting there's several books 
um, that talk about folks' experiences of, um, you know, being born intersex and having this, quote-unquote, you know, fixing surgery and growing up and is like, something isn't right. Like, hey, you know, like, yeah. I feel different, right? Um, yeah, it's really... It's really, it's and really never interesting. Being told. And, and, that, and think about that, like not mm -hmm. being told. Yeah. Um, I remember, maybe I'll save this story for a minute. We'll, we'll talk about, there's like 10 stories that I'm going to bring up here. <laughs> okay. We're going to hear it all here. Okay. <laughs> I know. So, okay, uh, so we, we are out the, at the hour mark. Okay. We can continue. But it's going to be a long episode. That's okay. We Buckle can also up, buttercups. <laughs> it's going to be like a 13-part series now. <laughs> Not that much. But I just wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah, yeah, we might need to do a part two sometime. But I do want to get back, you know, to all our definitions. So we had cool. sex. We had gender. Um, let's talk about sexuality. Okay, sexual orientation. Yeah. So when I say sexual orientation, what does it mean to you? Orientation? sexual orientation that to I me means like, like what you're drawn what to? you're attracted to mm -hmm. yeah yeah right <laughs> you want to break down the word attraction <laughs> so think about so that's generally like sexual attraction right like hey i want to do a little i want to go smooch town with you right well <laughs> i have an asexual friend and she you know that would be her sexual orientation yep. but she's not attracted to anyone mm -hmm, so right. i don't know Nope, that's exactly right, yeah. right? So sexual orientation doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be attracted to someone, right? It's um, like a spectrum, right? Yeah. Um, so asexual, a meaning non or without, right? Um, you know, folks who may not experience sexual attraction or it may happen, um, like folks who are demisexual who, you know, it happens um, after, you know, maybe a, a strong emotional attachment, stuff like that, right? And I think that point that you just brought up is excellent because oftentimes people, when they hear sexual orientation, they automatically assume that, hey, this is like... Gay straight by. Yeah. But <laughs> there's like, <laughs> nope. There's, there's a lot more, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that oftentimes gets confused with romantic attraction. So right. So like I yeah. consider myself bisexual, but not necessarily biromantic. That makes sense. Right? Because I see them as two very separate things. Mm -hmm. But then I've also had enough experience with both of those things that I can differentiate. Not everybody has that Love experience. You know? Yeah, that's that's so great. Um, I would probably be very similar, like, like maybe like, like pansexual. Um, I, I identify as queer, so I kind of get to um, customize that. Oh, but that's another, that that's another <laughs> definition that I want to get, that I, I want to talk about is queer. <laughs> Right? Because that is another one that's like, what it can mean so many things. Yeah. Right. And that, I love this, right? <laughs> um, so I definitely am like, if I'm like on Tumblr, or, you know, and there's like some pics of like some dudes' dicks, like, heck yeah, I'm going to be into that, right? <laughs> but do I want to do, you know, smooch town with that or like talk to them at all? Def not, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm deaf, like, check you out on Tumblr, right? But um, so yeah, that. Yes, I think that's the first time I've ever heard someone um, even say that, like share that. That's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Um, so talking about queer and other, you know, um, identities, it's, you know, really important to know that they are very meaningful and also at the same time meaningless because 
to me, um, you know, being queer um, means something different than the next person that you talk to. Yes. Queer, right? yes. So yes, yes. to me, I, you know, exactly what I just said, right? So I, you know, have some sexual attraction towards, you know, cisgender males, right? Um, but not romantic attraction, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, trans folks, um, cisgender women, yes, definitely sexual and romantic um, feelings, right? But for the next person, they may be attracted to same gender folks you know both uh, sexually and romantically you know what mm -hmm. i think i think we are all queer <laughs> everyone in the world because who's gonna hop if on the queer, queer train means the, if yeah. queer means you have Choo -choo your very elbow. own yeah right you know unique definition of what you're attracted to then fucking everyone is queer yes no two people are attracted to the same thing in the same way and that's what frustrates me so much mm -hmm. about that's why I was so hesitant to ever say anything and to come out for myself. Mm. You know, I was just mm. like, uh, how do I explain? It's gonna have like expectations. It's not. I don't have a label, so yeah. I have to give a twenty-minute explanation. And I know, I know, like, there's some people who do have the very specific, like, you know, um, and I'm very uneducated on this. So, but it's like something, 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 like. Uh, uh, by romantic top or like like I don't even get what any of those mean and so let's talk about know. tops and bottoms <laughs> I'm like what I'm so confused oh <laughs> so what is a top what do you think a top is okay it could go either way though that's why I get and so I'm gonna feel like a fucking moron putting this out there in the world <laughs> but I'm like hold on is it top as in like this is the person that quote unquote wears the pants or is it like top as in like top half of your body <laughs> Okay, that's valid. Because so don't confuse I'm me, I'm not people. laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Yeah. I, yeah. No, and right. I love you. Right? Right? Yeah. And they throw out these labels. Like, they are so confident with them. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to be that fucking idiot that's like, what is a top? No, but that's why we yeah. have this podcast. So that yeah. you can ask and I can ask. And we can, and we these, can find yeah. out answers. Yeah, I know. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. Pamela, so. what do you think a top is? So I, my understanding of a top is someone who's like the dominant person in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So maybe sexually like sexually dominant, dominant yeah. but yeah. not necessarily dominant in other areas of their relationship. Yeah. So mm -hmm. maybe um, so someone who has maybe m more control in that sexual um, relationship and consensual control. Right. Um, and then we have like bottoms. Mm -hmm. So maybe someone who's more submissive. submissive but maybe. there are so many labels for those yep. two same yep. things. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. I, I'm just curious about like what makes people choose one label over another. But that's another episode. But depending on my mood, though. <laughs> Depending on and then your verse. Can we? Can I leave this verse. with a big old long label? Is it just yeah, see, it's and, your, and I've absolutely. heard that called switch. Switch. Yes, your switch. Reverse. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about a power bottom? So I think all bottoms are power <laughs> bottoms, right? Because usually I mean, the submissive one is, is a power bottom. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm spanking my butt right now. We're not. Usually the submissive one is the one who's in control. Anyway, right? Like they call the shots kind of beforehand you know like whatever you consensually agree to beforehand like and I want you to do this to me and I want you to do this to me you know and then they're submissive in their role play so you're mm -hmm. talking about in a role play maybe um, even in the BDSM world right yeah and I realize there are also mm -hmm. other relationships yeah, yeah. where um, they're more submissive yeah that's how I was like oh this is yeah new without for me. without the role play I actually have a friend who um, has that kind of relationship and so her uh, new husband 
um, is dominant and she really, really enjoys him being dominant in like all aspects of their life. So, mm-hmm. but the, the, but the reason I say it's always a power bottom is because she chose that for herself, right? So if it's an she... ethical relationship, then, then it was her decision to put herself in that role. Hmm. Love it. So think about like men who have sex with men, right? So we, when I say top and bottom, mm-hmm. what do you think? Top, someone who penetrates. Bottom, someone who receives. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess That's so. very basic, right? Yeah. And then think about, um, you know, power bottom is, um, you know, someone who's c- controlling depth. It's not necessarily the top who's kind of doing it in, you know, like what they want. Like kind of a little more bossier. Maybe. A little bit of, you know, kind of calling some of the shots, kind of like what Pamela is. Like fucking them back. Stuff, yeah, stuff like, so yeah. So think yeah. of, yeah, these different yeah. roles, right? And, and it depends on literally everyone's definition up because we just gave out six different definitions of a top and a bottom right, right? and yeah. it just depends on which one you connect with right? I said I don't feel so bad anymore that I was so confused no. I was like what it's it's really important to connect with people and um, find out what you know um, maybe I- identity labels or you know descriptions that they use mm-hmm. um, you know to better connect yeah. with them right okay. yeah, understand yeah. Them. so and I want to know the definition of trans oh, okay so um, because like my question is and it's my ignorant question yeah. like like this transgender to me means literally that you're like changing gender right mm. and so when okay no i just worked it out in my head never mind so if you were actually changing genitalia that would be transsexual right let's break this down. okay yeah let's do it let's do it i don't know yeah um that was a question i had for you too great that's great so Okay, so let's start with uh, gender identity. So gender identity is someone's sense of maleness, femaleness, multiple genders, or no gender, right? Mm-hmm. Do you two have a gender identity? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone in the world has a gender identity, right? Because everyone has a sense of maleness, femaleness, multiple genders, or no gender, mm-hmm. right? Or a combination of et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, and it's oftentimes thought that only transgender people have a gender identity, which is untrue. Everyone does. <laughs> um, but then, you know, we break down the, the term transgender. So trans meaning across, right? So across gender, right? I failed ninth grade English, by the way, but I'm really good at this. <laughs> um, so, you know, someone who, you know, across gender, right? So someone whose um, gender um, I- identity um doesn't match or maybe is incongruent with you know um their sex assigned at birth okay that makes sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um would you okay have you heard the term cisgender yeah okay so cisgender cis meaning same or same side as so someone whose gender identity um so their sense of maleness femaleness yeah like multiple gender we are both cisgender Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah is congruent with you know quote unquote or matches their sex assigned at birth right Mm-hmm. So, does that make sense? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Totally. Okay, cool. Totally. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, where the line well, is drawn. Know, it's like, I feel like all the time, anytime in my experiences of transgender, it's either someone who has transitioned mm. or is mm. in transition. Mm. And so that was always kind of like, there's, there's a difference. Like, there's more ways to define that um do you think that i have transitioned or i am in transition if i had to put you in a bucket yeah or transition non-transition or yeah 
What do you think? So you say in? In transition. If I had a just gut pull again. Out in Pamela, this is the first time you've ever met me. What do you think? I don't know. Okay, because I, I want to define transition before I answer that it. question. So, yep, so you <laughs> know exactly where we're going, right? So it's really important to know that just because someone identifies as transgender or genderqueer, gender nonconforming, um, you know, gender neutral is that they don't necessarily want to transition or that may not necessarily even be an option for them, right? So remember, your gender, identi uh, gender identity is not an end point, right? Yeah. It's not like, okay, well, I checked off all the boxes, yeah. like, heck, I've looks arrived. like I'm really a, a woman or whatever, right? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Say that right. deeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So I is know. transitioning about um, the internal process of coming out as transgender, or is it about the physical transition that some people undergo? Excellent question. So there's actually <laughs> three... Um, you know, major components of transition when we're talking about um, folks who are transitioning gender. So we have the social, the legal, um, and the medical, right? Okay. So I have gone through this social transition, right? That mm -hmm. I don't go by my birth name. I use they, them pronouns. I go by Andy um, professionally and um, non-professionally, I guess. Um, and then we have um, medical. Um, medical can be, you know, taking hormones, um, taking like blockers, um, having surgeries, um, mm -hmm. stuff like that, right? Um, and then the legal would be having your name legally changed, right? So that's something that I have looked into and it's something that I definitely want to pursue. Yeah. Um, however, the climate right now um, with um, not only nationally, but also in Utah with um, legal legal processes um, with uh, trans folks is um, on shaky ground. Mm. So that's something that I don't want to pay, you know, the money if it's not going right. to happen. So I'm a little, right. you know, so I'm You're just waiting like, to see. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, uh, legal can be, you know, getting your gender changed, which is a difficult process. Um, but having Utah your name one of the legally. States that will, nope. So we're kind of in this um, gray zone right now where We've never had like forms or a process to get gender changed. And what folks were doing is they were getting a name change form and they were adding gender into it and uh, judges oh were and signing it off. Yep. Gotcha. However, um, now um, they, they did try to kind of address it in, um, I think it's either this year or last year, but now, um, now it says on, um, you know, the Utah court, um, website that um, Utah does not have a gender change form and that you need to um, talk to a lawyer. So basically, oh. sorry. Yeah. Um, so you pay out of the ass if you want to yeah. do anything. Gotcha. And there's other ways to do it. Like folks have done it um, federally where it's much easier to get your passport gender changed than it is to get that. Oh, and so then it's, yeah. So there's loopholes. There are oh, loop oh, I don't even well, want to say loopholes, loopholes but, but there's options. There's options, yeah. 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 But so think of all these different things. So we have the social, the medical, and the legal. Money, 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 oh, sure. right? So socially, like, have to get new cards. Um, you know, n other things that have your name on your mail, all these different things, right? Yeah. All your, all your monogram towels. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you should see my towels. They're like... <laughs> Christmas in my present. house <laughs> <All right. laughs> matches. Yeah. Like, if you came to my house, you'd be like, okay, let's 
I just want to play with your cats. Like, oh you, my gosh. You, yeah, okay. They are the cutest. Deaf. <laughs> you should definitely um, come and play with my little kitties. Um, you know, and think about medical, right? So not only is there a doctor in my area, does the doctor have experience? There's a difference mm. between I am open to doing versus I have experience right. and training in. Mm-hmm. That right? is not something you'd want to fuck around with. No. no. My, That's um, scary already. Yeah. yeah, right? So many things can go wrong. And yeah, and you're paying a lot of, of money, and you want to be sure that this and person knows what they're doing. And you're already unsure about everything. Yeah. And the last thing you want to be is unsure of a medical professional. Yeah. Mm. And then you're out of work while you're recovering, yeah. and yeah, that's, there's a lot of expense mm. involved. So, And it's not usually one procedure and you're done. So Depends, you've kind of yeah. given, yeah. Um, you know, these... these um, Definitions for us. Is it okay to ask what your personal story is on that? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, so I want to get top surgery. So top surgery is like a double mastectomy. So you basically, yeah. See, we're putting in tops again. That's why oh, I would yeah. get confused. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. But okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, top Makes surgery. Sense. Yes, we're just topping out this episode. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah. Um, so there's a couple barriers for me personally. I've never had surgery, and I'm a, I'm a scared of it, uh-huh. right? I, With good reason. Yeah, I mean it's it's scary, and you know, my mom, my mom, everyone else, no one's had a problem with like anesthesia uh-huh. oh yeah. yeah i was like what's that word yeah. so i mean it'll in reality will be fine but it's just like uh you know kind of putting your hand in your life into someone else's one more I'm like, uncertainty yeah. that you're babbling yeah. yeah but on the bright side there are plenty of doctors that have experience doing mastectomies like that's not as big Luckily, a deal as yes, other yeah, surgeries one. yeah but um is that person comfortable with doing one for someone who identifies as trans or right. non-binary oh sure and um will they keep nipple and will they keep yeah. sensation will they be able to do that a um, little bit of reconstruction yes yeah. yeah yeah um so i have gone back and forth on hormones mm-hmm. um you mean you've gone back and forth in your mind about whether mind. to use them thank you okay. yeah thank you thank you back <laughs> and forth in, in my mind um on whether i should make that um that choice, that decision, that leap. Um, so, you know, A, finding a doctor has been kind of a struggle. Um, but also, um, a year or two, a year or two ago, I was having some, some heart issues. Um, if it's pretty much okay, it's just, um, some of the medicine that I was on, um, was creating a situation that was un- unsafe. And so I've been kind of nervous about getting on hormones because there's a small, you know, increase in potential getting a stroke or a heart attack. And I research everything, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was, I've just been kind of worried about that and, you know, some stuff, but, um, yeah. And I think the past it's, it's been kind of an interesting journey that a couple years ago I came out, um, and then the climate in the U.S. changed pretty drastically. Yeah. And I have pretty, for almost, for the most part, have kind of gone back into the closet. And it's even something that I don't talk about with the therapist. We talk about other things because that's something that I'm like, I'm, it's just like been brought back in. It's like, I'm, still, I feel unsafe. Yep. Yep. And so mm-hmm. now I don't want to address that because this is not Walls a Walls are back up. Yeah. And yeah. it's really it's really it's really interesting um 
So, yeah. So I just want to totally give you mad props for being here today. Though. Oh, you're very sweet. Because, <laughs> no, like, it's, it's, it was hard for me talking about, like, swinging, like, that episode. And that's not even um, as scary as, you know, I'm not going to get beat up. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have to really worry about my life, my, my physical life being harmed. Um, socially, yes. And, you know, ostracized. Uh, <laughs> someone jump in. <laughs> ostracized. Yeah, thank you. From family. <laughs> things like that. But, I mean, you and and, and you've said that. It's, it's scary. It's, it's, mm. You feel unsafe. And you feel uncomfortable and alone. alone. I think alone is the biggest, is the hardest part. Is like the feel like I... And this is something really hard to admit is I am lonely. I'm a lonely person. And you know me. You've seen me in my professional life. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's we're having a good time. Yeah. People love me, right? You and are quite they, lovable. Yeah. No, you're everybody. Very you're very sweet. Anyone that brings up, they were like, oh, we love Andy. I Andy's know. fantastic. You um, have this. We're getting emotional today. I know. <laughs> um, you have this energy that seriously sucks people in. Mm-hmm. And I want to go. I want to go there with you. You're I, so sweet. Take me with you. You oh know. My gosh, right and yeah. and you know and and there is even a movement that's called uh, I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for people who are um or trans who are going to the bathroom and things like that. But we'll just go on the random tangent. So I stop crying. <laughs> it's really what it is. But yeah, no. Um. So I want to. I, I do. I just. I. I. I love that you're here and sharing your story, and it, it's really really cool. And I feel like an ignorant asshole half the time but i'm really glad that we're here (laughs) we're trying i'm so glad that i checked that message too because i'm not very good at checking message but really quick like so think of how i am professionally right yeah and i think i'm in this really interesting spot is because i'm such a cool person and people love me and i like humble brag i guess i don't know i don't think this is a brag but i (laughs) literally can go anywhere and someone knows me when i go out of the state for vacation like people are like oh my gosh like da 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 and I'm like this is so weird <laughs> <laughs> that's like, awesome I went and bought a book a couple weeks ago and the lady who checked me out was like oh I was you know in one of your trainings and it was the best training I've been to in the 20 years that I've worked at this organization I was just like oh my gosh and like that feels so good wow. but I think it's hard for folks to translate or for because of the position in my job is folks kind of see me as this person that is has like power is kind of above them in this in Bubble. this in this yeah organizational hierarchy mm-hmm. and so i it's like i'll make connections in trainings and at work and stuff and people are like you're so great you're so great um and they're like you know brag like oh andy just hugged me and like ah and it's just it's, <laughs> it's so cute but it's like but then it's scary to hang out with me because of my professional job right when in reality i there's no power i have no power but yeah. because of that perceived power that oh. they see me as we can't hang out with you right and so it sucks and it's it yeah it, well it sucks. you know good thing i don't fucking care about <laughs> that shit <laughs> so i'm glad you're here tonight yeah so family has something to say I, yeah i want to ask more about this loneliness because um I can totally understand where it's coming from, right? But I'm also thinking that there are so many people like you 
that are also feeling lonely for similar reasons, yeah. not the yep. same reasons, but similar yeah. reasons. And so even though you might be lonely, you are definitely not alone. Mm. Um, so I want to know, like, how, how do you connect with those people? Like, how do you all find each other, right? For anybody that might be listening that's looking for support um, from someone just not in their immediate world, but someone that understands what they're going through. That's a really good question. And um, I mean, you know, there's places like the Pride Center and um, there's other, a couple different um, organizations in the Salt Lake area. Um, and, you know, you definitely can go there, connect. There's more online spaces, um, online groups, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, a lot of trans folks are, folks are going to the online groups because they're accessible and not everyone can, especially in Utah, can get to Salt Lake, right? Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, too, because one of the barriers is when you're reaching out to folks, even in online spaces and stuff like that, is um, it's almost like, you know, for, for many, um, you know, queer trans folks is that their expectation is rejection. So it's kind of this, like, yeah. I need oh. to I need to put myself out there because I need friends and I need to connect right, but also putting myself out there could potentially be dangerous. So it's this really weird thing. It's balancing um, act. Yeah, and so it's nice to have places like the Pride Center where you can go and you know um, find folks. And there's other you know online groups and stuff. Um, but if it's not somewhere like the Pride Center and it is an online group, um, that it's kind of sometimes a risk, right? Is there a safe place to to date or find people to date not just oh, to be friends with but, but actually like form a romantic connection with you know i think many of the the places that folks you know date in general are you know good places to date um there is it's, it's kind of a really interesting thing that um you know many trans folks experience is when do I tell the person that I'm dating or that I've gone on a date with that I'm trans, right? Yeah. And so it's like, do I tell them the first time to be quote unquote, like upfront, like this is what you're getting into type of thing? Mm -hmm. Or do I wait, um, you know, for them to get to know me or do, you know, so it's like. That's an interesting parallel with polyamory. Yeah, <laughs> actually, because it. I've heard of a lot of poly people that will, they'll date, but won't, won't come forward about being poly until they're kind of like into the because they're like once people really get to know me and love me then yeah. of course they'll accept me <laughs> but that's not always the case no. and sometimes, yeah, sometimes people feel breakers. deceived you know like yes. why didn't you tell me this up front or I didn't want to develop feelings for someone who's poly yeah that's hard oh I remember dating and I had a guy tell me he's like you don't need to lay lay it all out I don't need to know all the details of your life. And I was like, I just want you to understand <laughs> what you're getting into. Like, I'm a single mom. Like I've got to lay this on. I don't have fucking time to I've deal with that. I've got 36 kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really was. I was kind of like, this is why my other relationship ended, blah, 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 blah. And he didn't appreciate it. And I was like, because that you don't appreciate it, that I know we aren't compatible. Yeah. Mm. I am a laid out. You'll see my cards. I don't hide very yeah, much. That is true. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I just like let people know, but that is my own personality and that's my own choice. Like mm -hmm. I, I, it's worked out so thus far for me and mm -hmm. it's backfired a little bit, but for the most part I have successes on just, yeah. here's, here's me. Yeah. 
that's I love that I love that and I am pretty open about it like this is like you know ahead of time that hey I'm this trans person the one that you heard in the news no just kidding but, <laughs> um, and so you know it's on it's on the table and I think I've really kind of experienced this interesting thing too and me and my one of my best friends um, we kind of joke about it is almost every like training or event that I do um, someone usually a woman um, will walk up to me um, it's always a woman okay <laughs> it's always a woman <laughs> I'm like it's never been a man but um, you know will walk up to me and say I feel so connected to you right now I've never or I feel so connected to you I've never met anyone like you right which is the common you know yeah. I'm I'm like this really interesting kind of package where I'm like familiar enough to where it's not scary, but also I'm different enough to where it's exciting. Right? You're approachable, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, and an, yes. and I'm approachable and like you very funny, are very attractive. Much. Just kidding, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's really interesting because it's sometimes it's hard to like discern like which is somebody flirty. Well, that too. Like that's a whole thing. Oh, okay. Like, but okay sorry. No, um, I just jump in. I'm like, I love everyone that. who talks to me is flirting. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, usually, I don't know if they're flirting, but um, you know, it's like, uh, you know, do you want to be friends or, or you know, ha have a relationship or you know, have sex or you know, or ah, whatever? Gotcha. Because I'm this trans person or because of this or do you have a legitimate connection to me and oh that's such a good yeah it's like people with money oh man yeah <laughs> like, like do you love me for my money or do you love me for me am I the only trans person you've ever met and, <laughs> you're just, and that's just can you just fill out this uh, questionnaire yeah. please yeah. it's been really really well, interesting my dating profile when I was a single mom dating they had to answer like a series of oh 10 questions God. My husband was the only guy who went line oh. for line and answered all of them. What? And I was like, I will go out with you. And I almost <laughs> damn near ditched him on our first date. Oh, dang. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. glad that you didn't. I am. You yeah, know, he's a good guy. Yeah. Good, good guy. I know. Like, listening to um, the previous episodes, I'm just, like, connecting with both of you. I'm like, oh, like, yes. Like, I connect with that. Like, that makes sense. And, yeah. Um, it's really interesting because I – here's a really big example. I dated someone, and the way that she would – introduce me to people <laughs> she would say hey here's Andy he's trans masculine you know I'm really happy all this stuff and it's like you know girl you can just say that I'm Andy that's <laughs> it, right but that like everyone she, that's how she would introduce and, and it, it almost felt like an apology I don't know or if it was like ooh, this is me kind of stepping out like I and you know oh it's always like I jumping oh, in like oh I'm not racist see I have this black friend <laughs> you know but it's like yeah. oh I'm I'm accepting because see look at my friend over here uh -huh. you know or was I'm sleeping with a trans person yes yeah yeah like, that makes how me wild interesting yeah. 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 yeah and yeah it's really interesting and it's like okay like I you know I definitely want like a connection companionship with someone and I want to be more than that and so it's been kind of interesting it's been kind of interesting to say the least and so i do okay. um i would say that i do self i do self-isolate so, so out of protection so what would yeah, be I like actually your think about that i didn't think about that yeah 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 i was just gonna say um you know this is uh andy our 
eligible. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, so, no, just kidding. Um, I have a good job. <laughs> I'm really artistic. My cats cool, are super cool cat cute. Cats. <laughs> I've seen pictures. Like, look at these hands. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty nice hands, right? You you have I was noticing. I, you have very too. pretty hands. <laughs> me too. That is so funny. I was that like, we They're both so expressive. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh yeah. That was <laughs> funny. But for you, like, how would, what would be, like, just a really cool dating experience? Like, what are you no, my looking hands are for? getting sweaty. No. <laughs> no, no, I really am. Like, what are you looking for? Uh, sorry, d- is no, that rude to put you on? No, it's spot? definitely not rude. I'm like sorry. That. Can I get consent to ask you what are you looking for? You have consent. Okay, cool. Um, oh, that's, oh, dang. Oh, am I in therapy right now? Yeah. Um, so there is something very therapeutic being oh, on the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. yeah, that's cool. I know. I was so nervous at first, and so nervous now. I'm just like, all right, we're, we're gonna be chill. We're gonna be chill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, someone who is chill. And by chill, I mean someone who, um, you know, is laid back and will ask clarifying questions, you know, have conversation, um, kind of, it's interesting, like I see the the word partnership or companionship as someone who sits with you and has those conversations rather than sits away from you and has their own conversations. I don't know. Does that make Ooh, sense? Totally. No, it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah, like, that's, oh, dang, So is hard. there a specific gender? Or, mm, you know, because no. I don't know if we know you are, I think you talked about. Yeah, you yeah. said you were pansexual. Okay, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So, I mean, if a cisgender man came up and was like, what up? I'm like, hey. And we were connecting, mm-hmm. and we were, you know, then th- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, not an, yeah, not an issue. Cool. Um, yeah, interesting. So it's, I think, um, a couple episodes ago, uh, Mariah, you were talking about your your thing with feet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How you're not about feet touching you. You yeah. don't want feet in or it is around you. Never. <laughs> I almost said in and around. But, hey, you do you. No, okay? no, no. And that's also something that you're That also into. includes also. Uh, in. <laughs> and we haven't even started yeah. talking about butts yet. Oh, yeah. no, no. Oh. Butts, butts, butts. Oh. <laughs> Guys. I had a, a, okay, continue. Yes. <laughs> Please go on. Oh I almost said God. a side story that was going to be way too high. Uh-huh. <laughs> side story about butts. Um, yeah, is to be understanding. And, like, I don't like feet. Like, I don't want, don't touch me with your feet, right? Mm-hmm. And also, like, you know, it's interesting because, oh, this is going to be really vulnerable. Um, one of the things that I don't know if I want to say being called out for, but I don't know if I want to say making made fun of, but Ben, I don't know. But I don't like, I, I mean, it's not that I don't like skin-to-skin contact, but... Um, I don't like, like my forearms touched and, you know, if, you know, we've had sex, like I would like to put clothes on cause I, I just the clammy skin. I can't, I can't very, yes. So I much can't deal with right with you. Yeah. Yes. And like, I don't like, don't stroke me. I don't like my hair played with, but I don't know. It's just like touchy feely. Like, I don't know. Like I, you can come in my bubble when I've invited <laughs> you, <laughs> but when you, you also get uninvited. Oh my gosh! Seconds later. So I guess consent, right? <laughs> yeah, it's no, but but I am a little bit like I would I would say, I'm, and it, maybe it's growing up because growing up not being in a touchy feely family that was like yeah. hugging all the time, like you don't have to, I don't have to hold hands 
I do like I'm holding glad hands. You said holding it, hands is very intimate. <laughs> I was like, you both have the same mother. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> holding hands is okay. Holding hands, I find very intimate. I find holding hands more intimate than kissing. Mm. Oh. I've had sex with more people than I've kissed. Ah. I am. Kissing no, that totally scary. makes sense to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Kay. Kissing is so intimate. <laughs> I love this. I feel like so great, greatly connected <laughs> in many ways. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. Can you kind of elaborate on your experiences with that? Yeah. I mean, there have been plenty of people where, you know, from my like swinger mentality where I would be mm. like, yeah, I would totally fuck that. But then when I think about them being up in my face, you know and like their tongue in my mouth I'm like oh, uh, no but they can put their dick in me but dick is okay or you know they can fondle me mm. or whatever mm. um but there's something about like the holding and the because it's so sensory right it's you're breathing them yeah, in yes, you're the tasting them you're feeling them like it, there's so much of that i think that's why um, a lot of people feel like oral is more intimate than penetrative sex. Mm. Um, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So, and same thing with, with women, I, I think. Like, I just, either way, I feel like the kissing is the most intimate. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think, I definitely fear kissing. I always oh. get so nervous. Yeah. And so it's like... Oh, but I get so nervous when, like, I'm with friends and I'm like, oh, no, they're coming in for a hug. I don't want to hug. I don't know. Like, it's, I, I, that's maybe the only way I can connect on that. But I'm like, mm, come mm. in. I'll give you a smooch all the time. I'm okay with kissing. Kissing is yeah. very, very much. There's nothing that I, not that I, that was worded very wrong. <laughs> um, I very much enjoy a good makeout sesh with a very plump, like, just a very feminine person with those plump lips oh, sure. and soft skin. Like, sure, sure. Just, oh, I mean, no, that is wonderful for sure. (laughs) But I don't know. There's something very. Yeah, no, I can see. I I totally see. So it's different. You're sharing your life, like literally your breath, your life force Mm, with somebody else. Interesting. Yeah. So I will peck on the lips or on the cheek. That does not feel Mm. the same to me. So like my best friend and I, she's a woman, we we kiss on the mouth all the time. Not Mm -hmm. sexual, not romantic. Um, but that's the intent behind it is just a friend connection. It's like a hug. It's a friend connection. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's many different kinds of hugs. There's many different kinds of kisses. Yeah. That yeah, does yeah. not feel intimate to me in the same way that like, you know, we're going to like put our tongues in each other's <laughs> mouths and <laughs> breathe together. I don't know. Just oh. the whole thing. It's, it's very intense. That's cool. Yeah. That's interesting. We all have different perspectives, and I love hearing it. Yeah, love when everyone love shares. It. Yeah, I love it. Because there is no right or wrong. It's, it's everybody's queer. <laughs> I love Can we just have that? That's the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something about kissing, too, that just, like, it, it makes me, like, that's when I feel the most in love oh. with someone. And that might be part of why, because it's so vulnerable, yeah. right? And it's like... If you're not feeling safe about falling for someone, you're not going to want to kiss them. I love that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dang. There's a it's lot a of heavy light bulbs here. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. But, no, I really love how much you've shared and, like, all the awesome things that oh we've learned. Gosh. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's so much out there. And, hey, can we talk about pronouns? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we must talk about okay. pronouns. Yes. Um, 
Okay, yeah, pronouns are really, really interesting. I think we talked about this a little bit before that, hey, we've kind of, you know, learned that um, there's he, him, you know, pronouns, she, her pronouns, and, you know, they, them is kind of this, this new thing, right? Um, there are multiple other um, pronouns that folks use, you know, different pronouns that folks use, um, like zizim, zir, right? Oh, I haven't heard of those before. Oh, there's a, there's a bunch. You can you can Google it, Google <laughs> it, but, um, but there's a bunch, right? And it just depends on that person, right? Um, different countries will have different pronouns as well, right? Um, you know, of course, within the limitations of the, the language and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so when, when you're asking someone what pronouns they use, um, leave out the word prefer. So okay. say, what pronouns do you use, right? When we add what pronouns do you prefer, it becomes a preference. And that uh, means that I can still use the, the pronouns that I've known you by because that's just a preference, right? Oh. So it leaves too much um, of a margin of for, for error, right? Oh, so what pronouns do you use? Because that's what they actually use. Because when I'm angry use. with you and you, you know, identify as male, I'll, I'll call you back again as a girl when I'm angry. You know, like, oh, you know, yeah. like that. that yeah, you well, totally just gave them permission to to almost do that. Well, right? it's, a, it's a respect thing, right? Oh, so oh it's gosh. respect of your identity. Like you're saying I'm owning this. Be respectful. Yeah. So that brings me to a big question that I had. Can you walk us through <laughs> um, things that people have said to you that are really disrespectful okay. and that people maybe say to a lot of transgender people that are disrespectful and, and then part Part B to that question is, what are what are some appropriate ways to for curious people to approach transgender acquaintances and ask them questions? So first one is, what pronouns do you go by? I mean, yeah, you can ask, hey, what pronouns do you use? Um, not not when, prefer. Yeah. Okay, I just want to practice that in my head. So yeah. I'm prepared. And a really good exercise that. Um, uh, Mariah and uh, Pamela can do and the folks that are listening um, is go to the closest book that you have and read a page in third person okay, okay. so do it I want to I hear back from both of you read that okay. page in third person this is homework guys yep um, for all of us and when you're you know thinking about someone um you know talking about them when they're not there and um, make sure to use those pronouns right because you you got to get it in the in the habit right yeah. yeah it's because you have had this habit for the entire time you've been alive oh yeah and now you have to break that habit right yeah. and it's okay to make mistakes because you're human and humans make mistakes right um after you know two or three times it's not a mistake anymore okay so think about that is mm. when you're um you know, when you misgender someone and you uh, say, oh, excuse me, um, they went to the store, definitely that's great. You want to, you know, you want to correct yourself correct and move it. on, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Not make a huge deal yes. out of it either. But if, yeah, if it's like the third time and you're like, oh, I didn't mean it and I'm trying like that, like it's not about you, right? Um, so hold on to those feelings, the things that you're feeling right there, um, keep them inside and think about, you know, what you're feeling, what's going on oh. and correct yourself and move on. Cause that right. internal dialogue, that internal, that's for you. Um, that's for you. Well, and, and, um, that so definition hasn't sunk in yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're so continually making that mistake. It obviously is still their belief system has not. 
and maybe they need more information and that's 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 okay yeah well Um, and and i just want to clarify so it's not that it's offensive that they've forgotten again it's offensive for for them to then talk about why they keep forgetting it could be offense it depends on the person right so remember intent does not equal impact intent does not equal impact you can intend to you know have the best conversation in the world but the things that you say still can hurt people sure so you can both of those things can be true you can have positive intentions but you can also have negative um, effects right yeah yeah yeah. how much practice does it take though for people to you know what i'm saying like if i only see you once every couple months you know, and I'm talking about you in front of you. Like <laughs> I made this mistake earlier. I called you she for just a second. I was like, fuck, I got it wrong. Um, you know, like, like, is there more forgiveness when you're looking at someone and you're like, they've had no practice with this. Cause I am the only person in their world. This is the first exposure, you know, like yeah, they really are trying. <laughs> I think it's, it's like for me, because I'm in a, uh, like a teaching education position in my job. Um, like I, my identity is a really big part of my job because that is kind of what um, authenticates my position. It's really quite interesting that I, I capitalize off my own tokenization, right? Mm. Um, so for me, because I have done the research, because I have a degree in you know psychology and I did, do women and gender studies um, <laughs> that I have a different understanding and I can take myself and put you know and I can be a, a third person I can you understand do such a good yeah, job you're v- oh, thank you so much you're very sweet <laughs> no you do such a good job doing that and it depends on the person it depends on their um, the the trauma that they've experienced in their life yeah. the way that they've been responded to or reacted to yeah. how they've been rejected or accepted mm-hmm. so for me um, I, you know, have not only education and lived experience, and I have, you know, a really supportive therapist that I go to. And so I have all these different, you know, ways that, you know, I've come to understand that, um, you know, this can be a teaching moment for this person, right? And so it just, it depends on that person. And if, you know, if that person is hurt by what you say, that's valid and that's real. And it doesn't mean you're necessarily a bad person. It means that you did something that hurt something, someone we else. have some room to grow. Yep. And you have some room to grow, right? Awesome. awesome. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. That's <laughs> no, really I love that. I think, I think I, it, well, it's very, very hard because a lot of this stuff is, again, it's that social construct. And so mm. it's like, it's, it's, it's really hard to get that tangible mm-hmm. um, definition, you know, when it's different between every single person and we want that like yeah yeah. think about when we talked about gender and you're like well you know these masculine parts and these feminine parts they're defined parts and roles that you can look at and you know how to identify them and what they mean so they make you feel more comfortable so think about how we kind of want to be in this 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 place of comfort we want to put things in categories yes how we become comfortable yeah yeah i mean and that is our our reality of safety Mm. you know i look at everything and i'm like oh you know that's a microphone that's not a threat you know that's you know that you know oh that has electricity like you know it's just how we as humans label things Mm. but to understand that there isn't that threat there we don't have to yeah and Mm -hmm. we don't have to put those in it's it's, you know not risky for us (laughs) 
if if you don't if you don't understand something or you don't um, know about something, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's scary. Right? Yeah. And think about our very you know our um, you know our uh, lizard brains and you know yeah. they uh-huh. these very these functions that keep us alive, right. right? And then we have this you know frontal lobe that is complex processing and all these you know different things. And when those two come together, that it could make those things that we're unsure about or that we have, you know, maybe feelings of fear um, intensify because Mm -hmm. then we have all this other stuff that is going on. Right. So like, hold on. I don't know where this goes. Yeah. Okay. So outside of pronouns, what are some other questions or reactions that Mm. people have had that are really offensive things we should avoid? Yeah. Um, so the, the biggest one is asking about someone's genitals, and that has happened in a, a professional work setting. Um, and they came right out like, well, what genitals do you have, right? And A, you know, not appropriate for a work setting. And also, yeah. would you ask your neighbor what genitals they have? Would you ask the person at, you know, Smith's, like, hey, um, I know you just told me my total is $4, but... Uh, what genitals do you have? Can you just like, can you just write it on the receipt? Like just real quick, right? No, right? Um, would I ever walk up to you, Mariah, and say, hey, hey girl, what genitals do you got? No. <laughs> no. Right? And especially like, I just met you, Pamela. Like why would I even, would that even be something? Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so A, it's none of your business. Right. And B, um, that is putting that trans person or that, um, you know, gender non-conforming person or that person that, you know, you're unsure about um, in a position that could potentially um, increase their danger. You're yeah, like that's, that's unsafe. You, your internal unsafe. alarms are ringing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I and can't imagine just being floored. I would not react very yeah. kindly. And I would think that that person, just like you were talking about, is trying to put you in a box, categorize Ooh, you. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. I, like he's just. Can't, I, I he love can't how you understand. say he. Was it a he? Oh, didn't you say he? You didn't, did no, you? No. The most recent one was someone who was female. Most recent, so it's happened more than once. (laughs) Shut the fuck up about what's inside someone's clothes underneath. The question (laughs) of 2019, what does Andy have in their pants? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Underwear. (laughs) So, I mean, what's obviously with you being just highly educated, this is your environment. This is, you're around this all the time. You're very, you, you approach it in a very calm, very, um, like, hey, let's let's talk about that I think my webinar that. voice is yeah. out right now too oh, yeah. <laughs> um but when someone mislabels you yeah what's that gut reaction or like that gut you know what's that first internal thing that goes through your mind oh that's a good question usually i feel um anxious um anxious because um that they like that what they're feeling like anxious like i'm connecting with them it, how do I, how do I, how do I put this here? Um, I feel nervous for them. Oh. Does that make sense? Because like one time I think you misgendered when we were at a training or something together and, and you corrected, you know, you corrected yourself. You're like, Oh, and then like your face got red. And so I, I feel almost bad that I made you like feel oh. nervous or something, but, Oh, you feel compassion there, and yeah. empathy. I'm, I'm connecting with them. And so I'm feeling that. Mm-hmm. And so that's the number one thing. Okay. I don't think that people are 
out to hurt me. Um, there are times when people have used it, and I understand that that's not about me. You know, that's them, and they're you know um, taking you know their feelings and stuff out on me and stuff like that. But yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so that would be the first thing is I'm connecting with that person and I'm feeling nervous, I guess, with them or like anxious yeah. with them. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, it very mm-hmm. much <laughs> makes sense. And when you're, an, uh, you know, uh, just a cool person and um, very, very, you know, empathetic and patient <laughs> and um non-threatening oh my gosh Yay. approachable Yay. and and so it's like when and i can definitely see that that's one of your first reactions for someone yeah. you're just like here let me guide you i'll hold your yeah. hand we'll do this together that's exactly you know? it yeah no and i i i appreciate that because it's, it's a it's a different world for me i want someone to show me yeah i don't so want to have to fumble around and call someone the wrong thing and say the wrong thing and 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 create more um heartache than I need to and so yeah. to have someone to um uh lead me guide, guide me walk <laughs> beside I me. know dude I just <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said that I was like oh snap it's coming oh my god that's um, so good yeah so uh, I'm sorry I'm not but you know <laughs> yeah yeah Pamela you had something else to say I did what was it I have a really quick kind of follow-up to that too yeah. is it's kind of interesting too, because think about how not only public, you know, I am, I'm always, you know, public facing, whatever, um, but not only, you know, professionally and all this, um, you know, oftentimes I've been described as like the, like the lovable queer person, right? Because I'm a person that can go into any room, any audience, any group of people, and by the end of that event, you know, training, presentation, that people are hugging me, people are connecting with me, they're like, hey, can you help me with this? Or, mm-hmm. you know, what? da-da-da-da, right? And even think about how I almost, like, I don't have the choice to not be happy. Because if I'm not happy, then, oh, you're just an angry queer person, yeah. or you're just, mm-hmm. like, all you trans people are yeah, the same. That's it's what like I was inter- going to address, actually, oh, is that, d- like, it's so it great. Does it Pamela? more pressure I would say yes I would say yes there's sometimes when it is just so taxing to go into a training and put myself on the line Um, especially there's certain areas that I don't stop to go to the bathroom when I'm traveling and I don't you know I know that those um, areas are a little bit more um, a little bit less safe Um, and it is scary that usually I'm alone I'm the only person there and I don't know if there's going to be a person in that room that's going to come for me. I don't know if there's going to be a person in that room who is going to yell or insult me. And it has happened. And I've only left one training crying. Only one. Hey. Yeah, in, in a bunch of years, but only one. Wow. But because one of the people would not, st- they kept on saying things. And even when I was trying to leave and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to email you this stuff. And sh- she just kept on coming <gasps> at me. Ooh. And, um... And no one stood up? No. One no. Said the, the professor emailed me and said, I'm really sorry that that happened. I should have said Fuck something. Fuck su- yeah. that bullshit. It was, it was a whole thing. Not okay. Yeah. I will tell you, I have been that one person, the only one person that has stood up <laughs> and yelled at someone else for what they were saying. That is not okay. Be that one person, people. You can stand up for others. It's okay. And that is even hard to do because you are in a room with oh. all these other people and 
And you're thinking, are you going to get targeted are, are, too? Yeah, no. Fuck, at least we're just carry me around. At least we're not getting targeted. That would be that was weird. (laughs) Hop on my back. I got quads for days. Let's do this. Um, No, but it's (laughs) it really is. At least you have two people now. You're very sweet. At least you have two. I just mm, that makes me so angry. I've got like hot tears in my eyes right now. I'm sorry. We'll move on before I get really upset about my. It's People hard who don't say things. I'm trying not to be a downer, but also no. like, hey, here's real life. That, that's well, reality. You're being real, yeah. Yes, that's reality. Um, I think more people need to hear that because just because they're not the ones who said that comment yeah. doesn't mean they didn't have a choice in that social situation. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes Agreed. silence equals consent. It does. Oh, it absolutely yep. does. Every time. Not in reality, yeah. but people see that as silence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no one else is standing up. I'm going to keep going yeah. and talking yeah. about this and blah, blah, blah. The fucking professor emailed you. That is not okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, people stand up. Say stuff. Please. And there's a good way to say things, too. Being be like, I'm uncomfortable with this. Yeah. And just stand up and just say, I'm uncomfortable with this. That's all you have to say. You don't have to get yeah. back in someone else's face. But then at least that person knows that they've got someone on their side. At least one. You know that that's not going to be the only person that's standing up. And even if it is, still more than one. Yeah. And even think about how folks are. I mean, think about even the term like politically correct right people are like oh i don't want to use that term or uh whatever like you're censoring me but you standing up is not that it's someone facing consequences for the mean things that they say right yeah because you yes. absolutely can say hey that's not okay um you know that isn't allowed here or that isn't welcome yeah. here or we don't like that language i don't appreciate hurts. you saying that yeah. yeah like i mean it could be anything it, i mean you could say so just even standing up and being like um anyone else not okay with this <laughs> yeah, i can just see you like hey anyone else <laughs> and you know i will because i'm not <laughs> quiet um oh yeah i don't know uh, that's yeah <sighs> we, we might need a minute yeah. just to cool yeah. down yeah. any other questions pam let her change the subject <laughs> well not i was just gonna change, s- but i was just gonna say earlier that um yeah it's really unfair like it's it's so great that you, Andy, are willing and able to educate people, but it's so unfair mm-hmm. to all of those other trans people and other people that are in fringe groups um, that it becomes everyone's, it, it becomes the responsibility of those on the fringe to be educators when they don't really want to be, they just want to live their lives, you know? And so all the more reason that we should be standing up for people on the fringe, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. It's a... Uh, um, oh, dang. I just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, you know, even think about the, the pressure, the... Um, uh, yeah, I guess pressure is a good word. Think about the, the pressure that's that's placed on folks who are marginalized and folks who are on the fringe to explain their valid, you know, why they're valid and why they should deserve, unfortunately, in some cases, to live and why they deserve to be, you know, to be respected and and how it's oftentimes placed on these um, marginalized or you know folks, you know, like you were saying in the fringe, um, to prove their authenticity, right? Mm. And it's like, heck, yeah. that. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. I like that. Um, well, I mean, we were talking about the splitting the classes into like boys <gasps> and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who still does that? 
is the the correction facilities, mm-hmm. correctional facilities, jails, right, right, um, uh, prisons. Because I go into the jail and I teach classes, and that's part of you know my my um, communicate community educator mm. for myself. And you know um, when you're walking into a room expecting to have a bunch of female inmates, and all of a sudden someone's like not, I was like, whoa. You know, just in my internal thing, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, where do we put someone that doesn't get, I've never even thought of that. Like, there's just so many little daily things I never realized that is a battle for you. And, you know, Mm -hmm. going around the room Mm -hmm. and I was like, well, everyone just introduce yourselves. You know, I haven't met this group, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we got to that um, masculine looking person. And so I was like, and what pronouns um, do you go by? And no, I think I actually assumed, I think I was like, and would you like, um, he and she, or he and she, well, <laughs> that didn't help <laughs> he and him pronouns. And that person said, yes. And the, pr- and there was a lady sitting next to him cause he would like to go by him. Um, and she was like, see everybody. And this was like 10 other inmates. That is how it's done. And I was like, Oh, like, I'm glad I said something. Okay. Cause I was like, do you want to be called out in front of the class? But I also want to ask you now before mm. I, you know, say anything wrong. Yeah. And, and I think it was just kind of like a moment that I was like, okay, I questioned myself and I wasn't sure how to approach it, but I'll stand by it, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't very loud. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Kind of standing in front of like the group members, you know, they were introducing themselves and their name and, um, you know, and so it was just kind of one of those moments that I was like, I've had this training. <laughs> I'm ready. No. <laughs> No, but it really was like, I have this opportunity to, to be someone's support. And it's just asking that question. Yeah. Yeah. Just asking. Um, but not asking for my own curiosity. Hmm. So what do you have under your clothes? That's for your own curiosity. Yeah. That's not for someone's respect. That's not so for someone's dignity. And that's not for someone's humanity. You know, we're taking the, the humanity out of that. And, you know, I have to category, categorize you as a thing. If I feel like I have to find the shapes Mm. from you, you know? Yeah. So that really is just like, what's comfortable for that person? Am I asking that for my own curiosity or for their comfort or just for education too? Because, you know, and I think I've tried to approach every question I've asked you, like, now I'm curious, you know, Mm. like, please help me understand. Um, Not saying uh, I have the right to know. I've also never said that. And I've always tried to ask it as like a consenting thing. Like, I don't have the right to know anybody's genitalia (laughs) and i i mean previous to you know this podcast when we were talking we talked about that is Mm -hmm. that i said you know you can ask me questions and if i don't want to answer it then i won't answer it and we can have a you know we can talk about it and you know and have a little education moment yeah um yeah i really like that you said you know make sure it's not about your curiosity right Mm -hmm. um especially in a professional setting, you know? Um, but also, yeah, like the relationships that you have with people. And um, yeah. if you're going to ask, you know, questions like that, don't do it in public either. You know, like, don't, you know. Don't I had questions anything. for you when you came in for training, and I was like, mm not appropriate. <laughs> nope. You know, and that's why I tried to reach out to you, you know, through a private um, 
platform and I was just like, hey, you know, I know consent is a thing. Would you yeah, consent so to be my friend? Like all <laughs> these things. Heck yes. Yeah. No, I really, I was like, oh, this is really stretching my comfort zone just to be like, so I loved everything you said. I want to pick your brain more. Like that's really was like my intent. So vulnerable. It was a little selfish on my end. You know, I was like, mm, I want to know more. That <laughs> It was quite exciting actually when you, oh, cool. when I checked that message, like I'm not real good with checking those but yeah yeah obviously either am I <laughs> I'm so sorry and um yeah and it was it was so ex- it was like oh wow like that's cool like that's so cool because I can say you know different things and I can talk more personally and even share those things to kind of help you give you context and help you humanize that right it's mm-hmm. like here's a person behind the pronouns or here's a person behind the names or Here's a person behind the really sweet jokes, you know? Is there anything that's just like really burning for you to have to say? What would you like to yell at the top of your lungs for people to? Oh, dang. I'm going to put you really on the spot. Uh, trans people are people. I think that's the big thing. Fuck yes. Transgender people are people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's like the big one. I think even a statement so simple as that, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, oh yeah, duh, right? But yeah. oftentimes we see folks who um, are different, or um, I think you said other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's only because I can't spill out letters fast <laughs> enough <laughs> like <so> you do. <laughs> oh gosh, right? LGBTQ. What do you, you? LGBTQIA plus. I mean. You, yeah, but yeah. you go on. LGBTQIA, two S, P, D. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, damn, so we're gonna have to break that down another. So episode. I yeah. yeah. So I'm usually like <laughs> other, you know, and that's probably not super awesome either. On and me. think about folks who have been literally othered their entire life, and then yeah. especially on forums or for folks, you know, fill in the that. blank. You're like yeah. awesome things. Yeah. And it's yeah, very interesting. Mm. Like, yeah, mm. a little food for thought there. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. I've actually even picked up um, you say like folks. Like yeah. The vocabulary yeah. is something I'm like I really like that. Just folks. I say friends too. Like and friends. Yeah, you're like places. thank you, friend. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, there's so much, so many words, so much language. You know, is that the correct way to say that? Um, that it we is can. Today. It is right. <laughs> that we can use that is gender neutral. That we aren't. Um, you know, putting people into yeah. boxes and we're Thanks, including buddy, folks. pal, yeah, girly, like, you know, yeah, yeah, just there are a lot of things that you are just automatically so ingrained that I just, I love to kind of, you know, unlearn that a little bit. It takes time and it I'm does. here to support you. Thank you. Thank you. Because yeah, so. I need it. <laughs> we're getting there. My brain is old and it is tired. Oh my yeah. God. And yeah, I mean, it's it's a process to unlearn yeah. things that you've been trained into for years and years and years and years. And much as I want to get it right, I know I'm going to fuck up a lot, you know? Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah. But um, you actually learn more when you get it wrong. That is a good point. Oh, yeah, didn't – I remember – did you talk yes, about – Yeah, okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you – you, you. You, tie, you tie the correct answer to an emotional response, and so it, it, it draws a clo- – draws a stronger connection in your brain yeah yep makes I'm total slow, sense slow down because i can't talk and we're done yeah it's, it's been a long <laughs> evening it has yeah. and i love and i want to talk to you i know every day you I so know. much more yeah. so can, we, can the podcast just be this 
And yeah. it just be us just talking to Andy every yeah. week. <laughs> Great. Um, One more week. That's all you can have me for. <laughs> but, no, I really, really appreciate you coming out and just being super vulnerable and answering yeah. a lot of the hard questions. And you flipped the script on us. We had to answer a few hard <laughs> questions, too. Did. I had to oh, dig deep, and I was like, I'm also not afraid to admit that I am wrong. And I know yeah. that. And I recognize that I do have that very binary structure in my life. But it is baby steps. And I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay with growing. But I'm also open to, you know, point me in the direction. Um, you know, hold my hand. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, your pretty hand. Oh my Don't gosh. you love my hand? I know. Isn't that it. funny? And I was like, fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and Andy, it was so nice to meet you on this podcast. I know, like, <laughs> very vulnerable first uh, yeah, meeting, right? it is, but but everything Andy said about themselves, did I get that right? That's right. Uh, is absolutely true. Like, you are very delightful. Oh, gosh. And Heck. Yeah. I'm getting nervous. Sweaty <laughs> palms. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can't hold hands when it's sweaty palms. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like if you have any questions on you know for all of our listeners if you have more questions it's it's good grow and they can Ask, email yeah. you and Please. i oh, can yes. that would be fantastic cast at gmail.com we will forward it along we will get answers we will yeah we'll, we'll get back to you we are here for just bring more um positive education and no more shame absolutely and so so i think that brady would not forgive us if we did not say follow us on twitter <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> at, at salty, salty sex cast, and um, our next subscribe. Episode. Like, yeah. tell your friends about us. We we want to get have, the word out there. We have listeners actually all over the world right now. It's really so exciting cool. to follow. But I mean, shout out to a few of our listeners who are just awesome. Um, yeah, my nephew CJ and his girl Megan. CJ Megan. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, my biggest fans right now so i i gotta make a shout out to to brie and bryce my lovelies that are in texas i miss them so much i'm so glad you brought that up we we got the most lovely email this week oh that you do you want to talk about it since it's your friends um i actually haven't read the email (gasps) oh it just got real (laughs) it just got real but i do know she loves me and i love well both of them and i love them so anyway just shout out to my girls in texas Uh, okay we'll talk about this yeah we'll talk about the email in the next episode um (laughs) because it was addressed to brady as well can i do the homework this week yeah (laughs) i've been so excited yes Yes. (laughs) so set us up with some homework okay um so the homework that is assigned for this week, um, <laughs> I would like everyone that to when they are are feeling um, uneasy, when they're feeling defensive, when they're learning new things, um, to sit for a moment. You know, sit in those feelings, and, and talk about those feelings. You know, of course, if it's safe. Yes. Um, yeah. I have an extra credit one too. Ooh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I want you, listeners out there, and uh, Mariah and Pamela, um, to listen to the people around you. So I want this week for folks mm-hmm. to do less talking and more listening. So just listen. 
just listen. Okay, I like yeah. that extra oh, credit. So okay, I will do my best. I believe in you, Mariah. <laughs> I know, and I love extra credit because I'm straight A student. People, <laughs> I knew that was it. that was for you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week, and we are going to be talking about sex toys. Yes, it's going to be a fun one, one. and another guest. It'll be awesome. Hopefully Brady's back. I mean, I don't think his plane is going to be delayed a whole week. <laughs> we <laughs> hope. <laughs> don't say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Well, we appreciate you guys. Stay sexy. And salty. Bye. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.